guys. Welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 26. This is the one. It is? Yeah. The one for what? The one. The one after the one. one. Got it? The one. Good. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. What are we doing today? Today. We've got some cool video game what ifs. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about this. I don't know what you've prepared. I've prepared a couple that... I feel like these could have almost come true. These almost happened. Oh. Yes. So mine are very far in the realm of possibility. Okay, then so we've you got to stretch your imagination. We've got two really, different approaches to this thing. Yeah. I'll so, be excited. But I, I see where you're coming from. Like these these could be like just like ships in the night things in history that could have small happened. changes could yeah. have just completely changed the course of history. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um we are so excited. We launched new Patreon tiers oh, yeah. um, earlier this month, and we have just been getting so many new it's been wonderful family to members see. Yeah. to our Patreon um, family, and we are so excited to have all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has joined us so far, and it's been really fun. Like Our Discord is like popping off these days. It's a great days. place, yes. It's so much fun. We did a really fun little like gameplay Mario Kart thing with some of the community members. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we've just been doing a ton of like fun stuff over there. So if you haven't uh, checked it out yet, we encourage you to. It is patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. And yeah. of course, the Patreon people, you're making this possible. Of course. Yeah. And we now it's have really our, nice. our superstars tier, which is very mm-hmm. hands-on, helping us to create uh, yes. the content in a lot of ways. So if you have any complaints, yeah. please direct, direct it, to, it them. to them. It's not I our can. fault. It's out of our hands. <laughs> 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 just kidding. We actually... No, please point um, Krista. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> We've actually been having so much fun with the superstars, um, and they've already been giving us like so much great advice. Like they're good picking yeah. some cool thumbnails, right. and they they actually were the ones that picked this "what if" segment uh, for this That's episode right. of the podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's been it's been great. It's mm-hmm. been really fun. They they're very smart people, much smarter than you and I for sure. Um, sad but true. Sad but true. Rats. Um, what else is going on? It's been a busy couple weeks. It's been a busy couple weeks. We had a really fun video that went live that is us doing the Smash yes. Home Run Challenge contest in real life. And this is, of course, the first uh, Super Kitten Krista 64 episode. Yes. A lot yes. of discussion about this new name. Yeah, some, there's love, lovers of the name and haters of the name. You're, all, you're, you're picking a side. You're not indifferent about the name, which I think is good. That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That That is better than confusion and indifference, for right, sure. Right. right, Which I think was maybe what happened with the old name, kind of like a meh throwaway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Kitten Krista 64, we think is a great name. It's fun and, yeah. and zesty. Right. And uh, yeah, it kind of embodies like the spirit of the um, the show, which is just like, a lot of these sort of like random fun things that we cook up on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> is really what Some it people is. did say, why don't you just do Kit and Krista Minute? And again, the answer, as always, is we did not want to get sued. Yes, <laughs> Which is don't. probably what would have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we definitely don't want to get idea, sued. Great idea, but. And don't tip off those lawyers, people. Let's keep this on the wraps, okay? We don't want to, we don't get shut down there. Um, and, you know, we, we want to also like evolve from. Right. From. Which was part of our wonderful history in Nintendo Minute, and then like move forward. Mm-hmm. It's great. Now, now I have a bone to pick with you. You, me. you were very cross with me about how at the end of that video I get to pelt you with baseballs. I was upset with so, you because you weren't trying very hard. Well, first of all, if you're upset with how this turns out, why don't you try harder to win so you can do it yourself? I That's was my first trying complaint. hard to win, but you were better than I was. 
My se- well, then don't complain. My second complaint is hitting a baseball. It's like you're lucky if you hit it at all. Being able to like pinpoint accuracy, like <laughs> pelt you, it's just not going to happen. Because you were made fun of and teased last time when you had to put the f- pie in my face, right? And people were saying that you were like you were kind of like a chicken about it, like you didn't. What do you want, want me to, to put you in the hospital or something? Like what is it? <laughs> Well, no. But what do you want? Not like, don't like hold back on account of me. I got you good with one of them. It definitely kind of hurt. Yeah. So if you really got hit in the face with a plastic baseball and that's why I, t- I did bat, tell you to cover your face. I think yeah. it would hurt. So maybe right. don't do that. Good. And don't try to hit baseballs at people. It's a good lesson for her. It's not. It's not. It's not as playing like, a, if you're playing along. It at looked home. so chintzy, like it looked no. like it was not gonna hurt because it was just this like cho- like a toddler's baseball. Solid plastic. Pow. But it it kind of it yeah. kind of actually did. Yeah. It, so you did get me with with one. I did. After a lot of like half-hearted efforts, though. Half-hearted, Lee. Let's go to the you. Talk, I'm gonna go to the batting cages. That's gonna be your new hobby. You kept saying. I really Let's go. Want to. Let's go. More dingers. More dingers Let's in our go. future. I could, I could use, really use some help with my hand-eye coordination, yeah. clearly, as judging from this video. But the next episode of Super Kitten Curse of 64, I'm very excited for. Yeah. As, as the Vista King, the You're self-proclaimed. The self-proclaimed. You know what? We've moved on. It's no longer self-proclaimed. The world's decided this. You, you, it's been proclaimed. I put it out there and people said, yes, you are the Vista King. <laughs> we bow to your greatness of picking Vistas. You're on a Vista. Yes. Judging the vistas. Would of course. You say? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we have um, put a call out into the world, mm-hmm. into the universe, right? And we are uh, we got some great submissions from all of you, um, sharing your great Xenoblade three right. vistas with us. We're gonna judge them. Yeah. And there'll there'll be prizes. What are the prizes? TBD. <laughs> Something good though. Not we'll see being, how good these vistas not are. Not being first. hit by baseball. Yeah. that's for sure. That's the prizes the prize. are based on the quality of the vistas. <laughs> You're gonna get right. the prize. No, I've been looking through the submissions. They're very impressive. They're very. Impressive. I've come up with my own criteria. Now, this might be controversial. Some people might have different criteria for rating vistas. That's true. I what have is my, your, I have your my criteria? own criteria. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it oh, here, okay. but I've got, gonna... like, I've got like three or four different things. I will say for? one of them. One of them is controversial. I want a character in the shot. Ah. And some of the <gasps> submissions we got do not have that. So I'm, unfortunately, that's gonna a, that's going to be a, a goose egg for those people. Oh no. I mean again, you can you can come up with your own criteria. This is my criteria is the Vista King, okay? Oh, wow, that's harsh. Yeah. This person's already like crumbling. Their yeah. heart is breaking. If I'm the Vista this. King, what are you? You're like the the Vista I'm the Vista uh, Queen. Like a ch- like a chess piece, like a pawn or hey. a, a bishop. No! The, a queen! I'm running out of chess pieces that I know. <laughs> Knight? The jester? No, it's not a jester. That's not a, that's not a... You're the court jester of uh, vistas. I'm not the court jester. <laughs> I definitely don't have the vista. I might not have the eye that you do. Well, you've submitted a vista. I so submitted a vista. What if I just tear this to pieces? It has people in it. <laughs> There's nice. It does have people in it, so you're not getting a zero. <laughs> I'm going to goose yeah, it there. At a minimum, you get a, you get a one. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just live in your Vista Kingdom. <laughs> just, a, just a girl living in your world. Vista King world. In your yeah. Vista King right. world. Well, as is everybody else. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so that's going to be the next Super yes. Kitten Krista sh- um, 64 yeah. show, and it should be really fun. Um, we did a really fun Pokemon reaction video to, yeah. um, Pokemon to the latest, latest Pokemon yeah. Presents. We're talking about it in early. the news. 
Well, that was that's the main takeaway here. Is this is a 6 a.m. event. We were up. We're going to be up again this week. We are? For this Splatoon 3 Direct. Oh, I didn't think we were going to do that live. Oh, we are. We are? We absolutely are. Set your alarms. Why? Now, I, I saw some. To. I saw some people that we would call friends who are on the East Coast. Who complained about oh, 9 o'clock? I got to be up by 9 o'clock for this. Well, guess what, friends? It's 6 o'clock for us, which means it's really like 5.30 to get up and try and like slap some yeah, sense you gotta, into yourself to be coherent. You need at least 15 On a minutes. live stream. I really didn't think this was going to be live. Oh, it absolutely I thought this was going to be live to tape. No, 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 no. Get when ready. did we decide this? I decided it for You us. decided yeah. it for me. Now I said I it on a podcast that we've released, so. I wasn't See you there. part of this decision making. <laughs> You're on your own, dude. What? Well, fine. Really? Yeah, I'll do it solo, yeah. Seriously? You would do it solo? You would not do it solo, you liar. I guess we're going to find out. You By the time this podcast airs, the thing will have happened, so <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, yes, I yeah. guess we're doing that. Uh, fun. Yeah. That's good. That's a big direct, though. I'm very excited to see what's in there. Very good. Is this the most high-pressure direct, like, ever? No. It's like make or break for a game? Yes. It might be. Well, we know nothing about this game. I mean, normally a title directs like, all right, we're just going to recap what you know, and here's like yeah. two, two little no, we, tidbits. No, we literally know nothing about this game. They've right. shown us the exact a, same footage from Splatoon 2. Almost, I mean, it, it was di- obviously different footage, right. but it looked exactly the same. There's, yeah, under a month to go. Now, whenever I say this, there are there is a certain category of like this, the competitive Splatoon community who gets cross with me for saying this. Oh, because you think that like, no, they don't they, mess with a good thing. You can't believe how much new stuff they've shown. This this frame's different. This frame's like, look, I'm a more casual player here. Yeah, all right. So is a lot of. Splatoon I want change. I want to spice it up. Yeah. I want to know more. I and right see, and right now for me, there's not enough. Yeah, I I feel like I need a lot more than. Some small adjustments to the map and an extra right. weapon. The, like, met, I'm the need... meta has changed. Oh. Do you understand? You don't. You don't understand. I do understand. You don't understand. Why are you telling me this like that? Why are you looking at me yeah. all squinty? And like... You just don't understand that the really, meta has changed. I okay. Need the, I need the single player mode to be good. Shared with me in great detail. That mm-hmm. that's gonna either sell me on the game or not sell me on the game. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is there a world where you don't get Splatoon three? Could be. Wow. That's interesting. If it looks exactly the same as Splatoon 2 and there's nothing different at all about it, why would I bother? Mm. All right. Just saying. Guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we also did, like I was mentioning before, a really fun playthrough of the new right. Mario Kart 8 DLC, Wave 2. That's right. We got schooled we got by our it. Patreon friends. Yeah, that we was, asked them to join us tough. and they really just tossed us around. They did. It was really mean. <laughs> You guys are all mad. I was like, why am I going so much slower than everybody else? Oh, this game sucks. Bro- this yeah. broken. This is broken. It's a My card is broken. I can't believe it. <laughs> but it was just because we were bad. Yeah. Um, that was fun, though. Yeah. It was really fun. And yeah, we were, we I were like having those a great time. Those, those, tracks those are fun were, tracks. Those tracks were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they definitely were not as memorable as Wave 1 tracks. But um, but they were not. Says who? Says me. Okay. That's just my opinion. Fine. What is your so opinion? definitive about it? Just a little bit, a little bit, you know. It's nice, but it's like, wait, what are they again? All right. That's I guess you compare, you know, New York or well, New York. You have, you have Tokyo. Yeah, Paris. Yeah, Tokyo and Paris to New York and Sydney. Oh. Yeah, I see. I already forgot about Sydney. New York. New York, though. 
We have a lot of people in Australia who I, are going to be very upset with you for saying that. Not about the country, the city, or the. Country I can't of believe Australia. what you just said about the country of Australia and its wonderful people. I cannot I believe that. I did not say that. I just said I forgot about that track. You are in big trouble. No, I'm not. <gasps> I'm not. I didn't say that. I said I forgot about the track. Ooh. I'm just saying. Next thing you're going to say something disparaging about Vegemite. Have you ever had that? We had I that. Had, we I had, had that. that together. We did. You. We did a taste test. It wasn't bad. It's was pretty good. I can't handle Vegemite, unfortunately. Well, now you've disparaged. I them. tried it. I gave it a good shot. It was salty. It's very salty. Yeah. Yeah. It's an acquired I like the taste. Tim Tams though. Oh yeah, there was an obsession when we would have a global the meeting Tim at Tams. Nintendo. Nintendo of Australia would always bring Tim Tams, which are these little like chocolate covered cookie things. They're good. And you would do a thing called the Tim, Tim Tam, Tam Slam. Slam. The where, coffee. Where you bite off the, the ends and then you like use it like a straw to, to slurp s- the coffee. And then you eat the cookie. It's good. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, that shows how what like the dire straits we were in in these meetings. Yeah, where it's like hour nine. Yeah, of a the fifteen hour meeting. Slam like, could have been like a shot I of need, vodka. I need actually. to do my eighteenth Tim, Tim Tim Tam slam to get through this. <laughs> I just need to feel something. <laughs> my legs have gone numb. Your brain my has brain gone numb. My brain is like yeah. oozed out of my ear. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. At that point, it was it's very yeah. it's very dicey. Yeah, the Tim Tam slam is the, the yeah, we've one run out thing. of Tim Tams by like day. One and a half of this four-day meeting. People would like whore the Tim yeah. Tams, and then we'd be no more Tim Tams. Ugh. And then what? Sponsors um, Tim Tams. Sponsor Hashtag future sponsor. <laughs> I I Tim Tams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are, you can't get those in the U.S. We can't do it. Yes, you can. Oh, I I am soon. World market. Uh, so th- all these are videos that are out or coming out soon. Can you believe that? It's a lot. We've been very busy. It's We're also busy. continuing with our little unboxing. Yes, yeah. the unboxings are really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's more stuff in the. The fun box that was labeled PS3 Wii. That's what was inside. Why are yeah. you looking at me like that? I know. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. There's fun stuff in there. Yeah. There's more fun. There's a... The, at the end of this little series of PS3 Wii box oh. unboxings, there was a fun little surprise in there. At the bottom? Yeah. Oh, I can't even remember what it was now. I, <laughs> now I have to watch the last part. Yeah, I liked <laughs> Get it. Get caught up. I okay. that was a really good surprise. Oh, good. It's a clown. I can't wait to be excited again. You forgot your like own video. I forgot forgot what was in it. My own box of my own property. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! My belongings. Maybe you permanently damaged your brain from too many Tim Tam slamming. (laughs) Too many global PR meetings and slamming those Tim Tams. One too many. (laughs) What they say? Short circuited out that that brain brain stem there. Um, Okay. In our story time today, got some fun stuff. Are we going to move to story time? Yes. Yes. Okay. In our story time today, we're talking about office pranks. We have often made Nintendo out to be a strict, nose-to-the-grindstone kind of place. Yes. Which it often was, but we found our ways to entertain ourselves. We did, especially in the Redwood City office. I would th- By laughing at the expense of others through exactly. these pranks. Exactly. The thing that was really fun about the Redwood City office, and we talked about it a little bit, is it had such a different vibe from yeah. like the headquarters in Redmond and, and really any other, right. in my opinion, any other Nintendo like corporate office. Yes. Like the Redmond office was much larger, but they were also much more uptight. Right. And you just never felt like you could have any fun at all. And, and it's funny because everybody s- said that, like from the top to the bottom, everybody yeah. was like, gosh, I wish this place would lighten up. But it's like, well, then who's making it? So uptight. Yeah. Even let's, like the let's all just agree to 
be to like have some fun. Yes, to like laugh a little. Right. But no, it would be like pin drop silent in there. It's like all a library. Yeah, and everyone was really serious. Yeah. No one talked to you each like, other. We have to whisper if you're having a conversation. Yeah. And then everyone would just like sit very still at their desk and just like click away at the keyboard. Yeah. And you're like, is there, hello? <laughs> Are we still alive, people? Yeah. So it, it was like such like a fun, different dynamic in the smaller, um, just like the smaller, closer knit, I would right. say, Redwood City office. There was only about a hundred of us in that office at the sort of at like the max amount. Um, we were all, you know, kind of compressed into this little smaller space, too. So, we, you know, we yeah. kind of had to, like, hang out with each other because there was no... You can't really be quiet because you're, like, right next to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, and I think we all just got kind of close, too, because we were all part of this, like, satellite office. And to, so close to, to, you know, to, like, be friends in real life. Like, obviously, we, we've gone on to do our own thing. And then, like, we've we've stayed friends with almost everybody in that office. Mm-hmm. Um most of them are are have moved on, um, but we still like hang out and get together. And I think this dynamic that we had in the office that we're going to talk about is like kind of what built this. It was very immature stuff that we were doing, but it kind of like <laughs> built our like found, our friendship right. foundation. Right. Which is really funny that you need to do that as like you know an adult working yeah. in the corporate world. <laughs> now we have written down five pranks. Yes. Somehow I was only involved in one of these. I was explain why I was left out of the other four. I don't. Even, I don't even know what some of these are. One well, of these, the one in the middle says "poopy chair." <laughs> Do I even want to know what that means? Were you involved in this? Yes. Hey, oh my gosh! To the people that were part of these pranks, I know you guys listen to this podcast. So let me just tell you that I love you all for making it so much fun for me. <laughs> um. Well, I think at first you were kind of involved. Then you just kept getting promoted. What's that going to do with and it? And then you became like the boss. No. And then nobody, everyone got like nervous about involved. No, I'm serious. All right, fine. That's why you were not involved in poopy chair, unfortunately. Was this like fraternity hazing or something? No. Like, do I need to alert the authorities? It was, it was pretty immature. <laughs> do I have a moral obligation to like, like call point, the police? I was a little nervous. I'm like, am I going to get in trouble for this? Because it was pretty disruptive. Like oh. we would be, we would do stuff like, we would run around in that office, like down the hall and like laugh and scream. And All right. I was shocked that no, nobody Great. came up Great, so you and your friends like, were streaking up. through the office. Great. Well, let's begin here. Okay. Uh, the first one is one that first you involved is, is me. I mean, and, it, and it involved me being yeah. the butt of the this, joke. This had the most emotional trauma built into it. And I it too. did not appreciate. <laughs> you were this the one. target. You were. I was the target, and I was like really upset. Yeah. Really, truly upset. So this was. Re- I might this was, be a little mad. This was so. pretty early on. This was maybe like 2010, or yeah. maybe 2011, where we had start to become pretty good friends. Yeah. And uh, you were on a business trip. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, I'm like, why? Why should I even bother coming to the office? Like, who am I going to talk to? I'm just like, I'm just like some RPG like NPC, <laughs> just like aimlessly wandering around, just like <laughs> you're like running into a wall, yeah, I'm like doing nothing. So I'm I'm just aim- aimlessly shambling around this office. I see like, oh, there's an empty office that looks exactly like mine and is emptied out. Like, yeah. I, I can't remember if somebody no one moved into that office. It's yet, like I somebody think. had left and they they were they just cleaned it out and there was nobody who moved in yet. So I was like, oh. I got a big idea here. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of this empty office mm-hmm. and I sent it to you and I said, hey, wanted you to know it's my last day at Nintendo today. So mean. It's been great getting to know you. Goodbye forever. Maybe we can see each other 
in the future. <laughs> I was so Happy upset. trails. <laughs> I was like on a business trip. So I was already very like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't feeling great, honestly. Like I was like sort of like already like annoyed at something, yeah. you know, like prickled by something. And I get this weird message from you. And I was like, what the heck is happening? I feel like both of our worst fears was the other person leaving. That's true. Like that was, that was like not, not, that's not funny. It was like, it's actually like a deep seated fear. Right. Like whenever something bad happens, it would just be like, I wonder if she's yeah. going to Except one of us tried to leave multiple times and one of us didn't. <laughs> Let's talk about that later. So maybe the fears were more founded for one than the other. Why did you Jeez. do this to me? It was funny. It was not funny. If I was actually leaving, why would I send you a picture of an empty office? That's weird. That's true. Now that I think about it, that is kind of weird. Yeah. You just, like, just sent me like a, like a note. Because a lot of the offices looked a little bit different, but this yeah. one was like, it's like this a is mirror. a mirror image. Was it right next to your No, it was like, it, it was, was down, down the, the hall. Down yeah, the hall. it was like, you wow. You just found this random I found empty it. office. Yeah. Yeah, I was really mad, but you didn't keep it going very long. I no. Think I, I was so mad yeah, at you. Yeah, I, I could tell you were like in, distraught. I was pretty distraught. <laughs> I was like, all right, I shouldn't, I shouldn't keep And then you were like, just kidding. But it was only like 20 minutes. And we all had a good laugh. You had a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you didn't keep it up. I think you could have pushed it further and really antagonized Well, that would have me. been mean. And that would have been yeah. kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, and then that, I take the day off, the, 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 the day I know you're back in the office. <laughs> I actually clean out my real office. Now How far could I take I actually gonna, quit just to prank you. You actually quit. Yeah. <laughs> How far could I take this? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was scary. Just a prank, bro. That's mean to like leave when your best friend is on a business trip and then come back to see that the person's left and yeah. never going to talk to you again. That is so mean. Were you ever actually friends at all if that happened? No. I don't think you are. No. Yeah, Clearly you're not. not. You're not you're best not, friends yeah, at not, all. Yeah. Your enemies, your best enemies, your worst it enemies. Just, it was all just in your head. All right. Our okay. next one is called Pants Are Ruined. This is now, I have, I've heard of this one. <laughs> that phrase became kind of a meme in the office. Hashtag Pants Are Ruined. I don't recall the exact story, so please let's have it. So this one, I don't think she'd mind if I... Absolutely not. Okay. This one involves our, our favorite and your favorite, producer Stephanie. Yes. And our favorite and your favorite, mysterious trainer Mike. Oh, yeah. So there, they, we had a pretty tight knit circle at that. You know, we still do. But um, again, we we used to go on a lot of these business trips together, which was really fun. So we'd go on like, um, we'll go, you know, do events. We'll like volunteer to be like yeah. um, event staff or uh, people from different departments because mysterious trainer Mike was actually not even in the on the com the comms team with us. Yeah. He was in like a completely different department. But we'd all be able to get together at like E3s or PACs or trips or whatever. So we were all on this business trip together, working an event together. And those are always fun because you would, you know, hang out and have dinner and just like, um, you know, do, do fun things afterwards. And we got a hold of producer Stephanie's phone. Oh, boy. This is a lesson to all. Have a real password <laughs> on your phone, okay? Because if your password is 1234, you're going to get pranked. <laughs> now, so that was her password then. That was her password is then. Is that still her password now? I don't know. Maybe we should try, try getting her. We should her, steal her phone steal and her try and, phone find and find out. find out. Let's see if she learned her lesson all these years ago. And so she's she's left her phone on the table. Obviously, we're going to take her phone and hack it, obviously, because she did not have a real password. I don't know if that's really hacking. It was hacking when you... All right. I mean, the, the phone was still password protected. Okay. We just guessed it. We hacked it. Okay. 
you see. So then we, yeah, we get into her phone and we were like, awesome. We're gonna post something on her social media page. I think it was her like, this was like back in the day when right. Facebook was popular. Right. Um, like, okay, we're, we're gonna post on Facebook, like just on her wall, like some ridiculous post or whatever. And we came up with, on a work trip, forgot, <laughs> forgot all underwear, hashtag pants are ruined. Uh, got him. <laughs> Now, how long was this up before she realized? It was up for a long time. Is it still there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever delete? I don't know. We should ask. I should ask her. Immortalized. I don't think she. She didn't. She wasn't mad. Like no. she, we all. It was funny. Um, but that that became like the running joke for like ten years later. Like afterwards, we yeah. were still like joking about hashtag pants are ruined for like literally for years later, yeah. which was amazing. And um, yeah, it was really funny. But this is a lesson to all you kids out there. Don't forget to password protect your phone. True. Because your friends will write things about your pants on All right. social media page. So next is the aforementioned poopy chair, which I'm just <laughs> dying to hear about. Okay. So this one involved one of our social media managers. Um, she has since, uh, obviously, has left Nintendo yeah. as well. But um, we, <laughs> we did this thing where we melted on a plate. Oh, no. This, um, was it a Snickers? I think it was a like Snickers a, like bar. Like a Baby Ruth or something? Yeah, it was like a, Snicker, <laughs> like a Snickers bar, a Baby Ruth. We like we did like the 10 seconds in the microwave. And it actually smelled really good. Like the oh, chocolate, the great. melted chocolate smelled yeah. really nice. And we left it on her chair. Uh-huh. We were like, oh, let's, not, let's make sure she doesn't sit on it because that's really mean. But we just left it on our chair. Then why'd you put it on or, her chair? She would it before she sat on Are you it. sure? I, I sat, I was her neighbor. I okay. was her next door neighbor, so I was watching. But she actually got a little bit mad. Oh, like, really? for real. <laughs> but, so did she know it was candy? She definitely knew it was candy because oh. you can't, like it looked like candy still. Okay. But she was like, you guys wasted a perfectly good piece of candy. <laughs> you can still eat it. I'm like, you can still eat it. It only yeah. got microwaved, yeah. She, oh my gosh, it was so funny that that was the reaction though because it was, <laughs> it was not like you melted chocolate to look like right. poopy and you left it in my chair and now I'm mad at you. Like, yeah. what the heck? But it was more like, I could have eaten that piece of candy. Like, you jerk. <laughs> now you've ruined it. Now I can't eat this candy anymore. Yeah. It was such a perfect reaction. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. This was, I think Pants Are Ruined was the that in, start that of... Inspired that inspired a whole run. A run of yeah. office pranks. Of, of Pants Ruining inspired. There's other pranks. ones here. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones are not pants related. Okay. The balloon office. The balloon office one was really funny. This was, again, someone had left on vacation or like was gone on a business trip or something. Yeah. And we were like, great time for us to prank this person and like mess with this person's right. office. And so we blew up like, I want to say like. This is high effort. We filled the entire office that's, with balloons. It's a lot of balloons. Like he came back and his, and it was like floor to ceiling windows for these offices. Like, he, you cannot see into the... It was just balloons. Who's got the time to blow up a million we balloons? Did. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, no, we're going to get in trouble. We have not worked for many hours because we've been sitting around blowing up balloons. I think we had a pump. Oh, okay. Like a bicycle pump. I see. Yeah. Entire for you, for you and all your those balloon animals you were always making in your, during your breaks? <laughs> just you in the break room? Just like, hey, can I make you a turtle? I've been practicing my turtle. <laughs> It's like a child. Yeah, like, party. Hey, you don't need to wear the clown hey, nose you when you're a, in the office, okay? Wear you a hat. Yeah. You can make a balloon hat. 
So that was really funny. And then this this is last prank was one that we did to Mysterious Trainer Mike, who really loved V8s, which is disgusting, first of all. I didn't know this about him. He really likes, I don't know if he still drinks V8, but he always would drink a V8 and eat a hard-boiled egg every morning. And I'm like, what are you, like 80 years old? What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we got free V8, though, in the office, remember? Big perk. Big perk. Huge perk. He had, like, perk. a drink fridge. Yeah. And that was, I mean, hey, that's what HR would tell people when they needed to, to you know, seal to a deal. Seal a need deal. you to sign on the dotted line. Hey. You get a free I, I don't. V8. I don't tell this to everybody, but we got the free V8, so. That's, a, that's exciting. Done. Free. Some of them are like spicy. Yeah. Oh what wow. What is a V8? It sounds gross. It's vegetable juice. I don't like it. I think it's it's like it's like it's mostly tomatoes. It's basically like a Bloody Mary without the alcohol. I feel like I had a, a V8 like when I was very young, and I saw like a commercial for it, and I forced my mom to buy one, and I was like, oh, this is terrible, and just dumped it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom tried to get me to drink it because yeah. it was healthy. Yeah. But then it tasted bad, so I didn't like it. Okay. Anyways, but some people do like it, including Mysterious Trainer Mike. And so we were like, great. We're going to fill his entire office with V8 cans. But we didn't want to waste it, okay? We're not wasting the V8. So we had to take, someone had to, it was not me. Someone had to actually drink them. It was a long, long prank. These were empty cans? Yeah. So we, it was like a two-month setup. Like, before he left, we were, like, collecting the cans. Why couldn't you just use full cans and then just put them back when you were done? I don't think they're supposed to be out of the fridge, right? I don't know. I don't know. Well, whatever. Okay. They were empty So you had a million empty cans. But we were, like, stockpiling these cans. Like, (laughs) every time someone would drink the V8, we'd be like, put in this box. Until we had, like, 20 boxes of empty V8 cans. And then we stacked them very carefully into his, like, uh, from the outside going, or inside going out. And so, again, it was like just that all you could see was V8 cans. And then when he opened his office door, he just like... Oh, it tipped over? All of it. Oh, that's annoying. It was really <laughs> Was he mad? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It was, I think for a long time, he kept like some of the V8 cans yeah. on his desk as a memento okay. of the prank. Because it was so funny. Who's the joke on, though? You just drank a pallet of V8. Not me. I didn't drink them. I was hoping the collection effort. You were in charge of this. I was just like clean, like oh. keeping the cans in a box under my desk. You making everybody else drink this dirty V eight? <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, that was a good time. But again, it really like it was the difference between those offices. Like there yeah. would never be V eight can pranks or pans are ruined at the Redmond office. Are you kidding me? Oh, Reggie once put a whoopee cushion under me in a big meeting. No, it didn't happen. I was like, really? <laughs> I could I could see him happening. I could kind of see yeah. him doing that. Like he yeah. would. Reggie would do. It. He would do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like we were never like we always were close, you know, yeah, yeah. as an office. We would we never like got really mad at each other for these pranks and somehow we didn't get in trouble <laughs> for these pranks either. Like I feel like there was like the head of our office yeah. was like not it wasn't like he was far away, couldn't see what we were doing. We were, were like, mostly unsupervised. Tackling around the hallway. Like we used to have we had these Mario Karts. Do you remember like drive those yeah, Mario people Karts around just drive the office? It around, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, so I will miss those things about working in an office, a small office like yeah. that, with people that you genuinely loved and were friends with and could do fun things with like this. Yeah. And yeah, it was great. It was really fun. I want to see if um, anyone else works in an office where this is the type oh, yeah. of environment that you have. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you guys prank each other? Do you? Now I see like all these things on TikTok of like corporate offices and they seem to be doing stuff like this too. So maybe it still exists. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna prank you here one day. I'm gonna do the the, the paint can under the <laughs> under the doorway, and you just walk through. Like home alone? Yeah. Well, not like a home. I'm not gonna have you step on a nail or something. Like, but <laughs> drop a bucket of No, it's like dump water on you or something. In my chair? No, I'm not gonna do you that. You didn't even hit me with a baseball. Jeez. <laughs> you wouldn't do any of that. You put a whoopee cushion in my chair. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. Whoopee cushions are good, okay? Cancer room? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Poopy chair? We can recreate poopy chair here in the studio. Poopy chair. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> On to something very serious. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Slick Deals. Yay! Thank you, Slick Deals. Thank you, thank you, Slick Deals, for sponsoring this episode. Right. Um, Slick Deals is a pretty cool uh, app and browser extension that lets you get really cool, like really good deals on your shopping online. So you can just like download yeah. the extension, and it just like keeps track of all the coupons, and then you can see if there's a deal out there for something that you're eyeing. Yeah, last That's time cool. I got the Stream Deck, which mm-hmm. come in very handy. Got a nice little fat discount on that using Slick you Deals. Did. I did. You got some, yeah. and it was really fast for you too. Right? Oh, I got that like, super. You fast. got that super yes. fast. Yeah, this time I'm using this thing that they have um, called Deal Alerts. So I've been eyeing two things to help us with some of our vlogging that oh. we're doing. Like we were shooting our Game Boy uh, camera tour of San Francisco. Yeah. And what you guys didn't see, you did see some bloopers, but what you didn't see was us like struggling with all of the cables and our mics. We don't have wireless mics. Yeah, so I've been eyeing wireless mics. Um, and also like a nice gimbal for our GoPro that mm. we use when we vlog yes. to have like just better quality footage. When and your audio. hands get the shakes. Yeah, when we're walking down <laughs> to Pier 39 and you're like, the seals though. <laughs> um, so I set up some deal alerts for those two items. Um, yeah, there's already a few that I've been eyeing. Right. That I'm, I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on, but I want to see if I could get a little bit more of a discount on them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yes, I always love um, with the browser extension when you have something in the cart and it's like, oh, there might be a coupon and you click it and it goes boom, 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 boom through all the available all coupons. The available and sometimes yeah. they work, sometimes they don't, but it's like, hey, they're trying. At least it's it, be- it beats me just like punching in these codes and it's like, exactly. oh, what is this, 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 this? Exactly. I mean, if you're going to shop anywhere, you might as well, right? Right, so, right. Um, we'll put all the links in the description as usual for you guys to go click on the link and get that browser extension downloaded or get the app and start some, start some money saving shopping of your own get a deal get a deal yes all right uh moving on to our never a minute segment here we go this is our great what if this is exciting don't look we just typed out really i thought it was two each no well again we might have the same thing so i have i've prepared a third oh shoot these are also interesting i might just do all three all right but why don't you go first okay my first one. No, no. As you were saying, this is this is more fantastical. Yeah, mine is not like I don't yeah. think this would be based in reality at all. Right. It's just like a totally like. This is like what if a GameCube could fly, sort yeah. of thing. What if, right? What if though. Yeah. What if? Makes you think. Think about it. <laughs> Follow the money. <laughs> as it flies away from your house. Um, so my first one is what if. The Super Mario franchise, what if Mario was an M-rated game? Oh. What would that be like for the, the franchise? What would that do to the gameplay? What would Mario look like? What would, what would that be? I mean, he, you I'm, can, it I'm be recoiling M- in horror at this whole It idea. doesn't have to be like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like Mario holds a gun now. But it, it's, it's M-rated yeah. now. So now, what does that entail? 
that, that is kind of a, a genre of fan art that you see of like, what if we took Mario Brothers and made it real? Not and, real. It doesn't have to be real. Well, it's like, oh, I, I jumped on a turtle and it went splat. Oh, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the whole, I, but even the whole like realistic Mario, I don't like it's looking a at. Scary. There was a, when I around the time I started, um, there was this fan art of like the re, the very realistic Mario. Yeah, you can see like all the his and, beard. Right, and he still had the his... same proportions, but it was. It was disturbing. It was grotesque. It was pretty disturbing. And I was walking around the office, and somebody who I really didn't expect to be to know about this had it printed out at her desk. And she was kind of like an, an older woman who I think was in like operations or something. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's like, oh, why do you have this? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. He just looks like a creep. I like it. <laughs> I go, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> See, some people want the the hyper realism, but I was thinking like <laughs> that is pretty funny. Though. It's weird. It's very weird. Um, but I was thinking like, what if like it was like a horror game? Oh, like what if Mario became like a Resident Evil type of game? Mm. Like it doesn't have to be like all out blood, gore, like yeah. nudity, curse words, pointing a gun in your face. Mm-hmm. But what if it was like psychological thriller? Like you never saw Bowser. He was like a shadow that uh-huh. like would like come and like, I don't know, yeah. like spook you or something. Okay. I don't know. Like what if the levels were like super creepy and dark and kind of had like the, fr- the five, nights of, five Nights of Freddy feel to it? <laughs> you a big fan of that series? No, not actually. Not. <laughs> Why did you say that? I, because I'm just thinking of like, of like that type of... That type of horror. Right. Yeah. What if? Would you even play that game? I'd be pretty curious about yeah. it. I mean, I just, I feel like that would be so interesting because that was a game that was so, so many people's like first experience playing a video game. Yeah. So what if their first experience was like the super mature experience? Yeah. I guess maybe you wouldn't let like a kid play it. Yeah. Or I'm, if you were a kid, you would have like a completely different view of video games. Moving forward, but like, I mean, what would that be like? You people, a lot of people say like, "Oh, Mario's good because it's a non-violent game." But if you think about it, it is kind of violent. It's pretty violent. I mean, he's taking out a bunch of these enemies, yeah, setting them on fire or squishing them, or yeah. And Bowser too, he's yeah. setting you on fire. You're falling into like a falling lava into lake. lava, right? Yeah. So it's not like it's just like you know we're all just making lemonade together or something. Okay. But, like, I do wonder about that. It's, like, everyone has, like, this memory of Mario or video games being, like, real cutesy and yeah. kind of happy or whatever. But, like, what what if, like, everyone's first experience was a little bit, like, dark and yeah. mature? Like, yeah. what would that do to the history and people's, like, your own history with, with video games? Wow. Would that change everything? Everything. Would it turn you off? Like, I would, I would not want to play this game. <laughs> but would it, would it make you not want to play any game? Um, because that was your I first mean, you, experience? You could wonder, would that be popular in the first place? That's true. And would it be the game everybody was playing? But what if it was the only option? That's how I became a was. Genesis kid. <laughs> that would be an alternate be. universe. Be. where you be def- Yeah, you, I become like, number one Sonic you fan. You love Sonic because yeah. he was the more happy. More wholesome. Wholesome, Like me, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Like you. Uh, all right. I, I'm going to do all three. I've got three here. Well, unless you happen to copy mine, which okay. based on the first one sounds like you won't. I'll let no. you. I'll let you pick. So the one is about Pokemon. Okay. One is about uh, the Xbox, and one is about Nintendo in general. I'll let you pick. Mm, let's do the Xbox one. All right. 
So what if Microsoft gave up on the Xbox before it even came out? You know, they, because so Xbox released these very good documentaries about their history. That's true. Yeah, and I I strongly recommend these. Those are really good because they are very honest. And with the original Xbox, there were a lot of moments where they're like, "Oh, we can't do this," or "This is going to blow up in our face," yeah. or "The thing didn't work." So it's really seemed like there were a lot of moments where they almost didn't go through with it. You know, they yeah, where they, they had announced it, they had it out there, and they could have just pulled the plug. And it's not their only product. Yeah, so who, it's like, like, who, who cares? cares? Yeah, we they still had, we still got Windows, we got yeah, Excel, tons we're of breaking other it in with this Excel, Excel. box. Yeah, PowerPoint. <laughs> yes, my gosh. So it's an interesting what if of like you know now we have like oh we got the we got the big three. It's like what if them just poof gone? Yeah. So think, you wouldn't have so many like advances though in video games well, without Xbox. I think like all of the online stuff that they were I was pushing say, that, online. that would have had a much rockier. I mean, not on, P- on PC, that stuff still would have happened. But like, yeah, but if, on console, if you had just had Sony and Microsoft trying to figure out online, or Sony and Nintendo figuring Are out you online, me? that Ugh. would not work. I mean, Sony mostly eventually got it to work, but but it was because Microsoft right. was like pushing sort of them to pushing do Pushing them forward, right, yeah. right, or even like any sort of like, um, I feel like what about what about like achievements, like Microsoft yeah. achievements. Um, that would be something that yeah. probably wouldn't exist as widespread trophies and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, there were also like a lot of big developers like Bungie with Halo or, yeah. or Epic with Gears of War who were a little bit more PC focused. It feels like those series might have just stayed on PC forever for yeah. a while or until, you know, like consoles got more powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, those, those games that we associate as classic console games just wouldn't be on a console. The maybe. way we, we know they probably yeah. would still exist, but not in the way that we know them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. Or like voice chat. That's what I'm saying about these online features. Just yeah. completely different or maybe just not happen at all. I don't think all. they wouldn't happen yeah. like, as yeah. much. I, I mean, we, we could be even waiting now to see some of them. Yeah. You know? Right. I think also, you know, there was that stretch where there was so much pressure with mobile games. Yeah. That I think would have been really hard without another big player in the industry being like, no, we are yeah. going to make these consoles. Yeah. If it was just Nintendo and Sony, that could have been a, a tough uphill battle. I That's think. true. You would have you would have given in to the forces. Right. You know, of like the iPad or whatever. Yeah, Apple. just been like, well, we give up or this is impossible or yeah. they're eating our lunch. I don't well, know. Well, there's so many things. It's like, oh, the consoles are dead or whatever. Right. And it helped to have like just like more bodies on the console right. side right. to like help make the argument that this is an important part of yeah, like the industry yeah. or whatever. So that's that's a really yeah. Good I mean, you too. do wonder like if if they drop out, is there some other company that takes their place? Right. And I was trying to think. I was like, oh, is there? I don't know. Who... They would have to make hardware. Is again like if you think of something like like an Amazon, like back then they no. were not big enough to do it. Like maybe right. maybe you know later on they would have tried something, but in that moment, is there a company that would have just jumped in and been like, oh, we want to try this? Right. I don't know. I had a hard time. Maybe, maybe people, if they're if you're watching or listening, yeah, let like us who know. else would have? Yeah, would have yeah. been the sort of equivalent, and maybe there would be a, a different like top big three or whatever. Right. Back in like the early two thousands, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Samsung? <laughs> uh, no, no they, they, yeah. So I don't know. So I just think, I think overall, like the industry is just not as big as it is now. So it's got a yeah. lot of like really negative repercussions. Yeah. For them, yeah, you for know, sure. not, not joining. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I think they made, they pushed the industry with like big strides in like yeah. the online side yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So good thing we have Microsoft. Makes it fair. <laughs> all right. Okay. 
It's next one. My second one is what if The Legend of Zelda was created and developed by Hideo Kojima? <laughs> okay. Interesting. Like what if Miyamoto never yeah. dreamed up the story of The Legend of Zelda? Uh... Well, Link would talk, and boy, would he talk. Oh, my God. He wouldn't right? shut up. He would have so much to <laughs> yeah. say. He would have a lot to say. He would. Uh, yeah, but what would, what would that franchise feel like? What would it look well, like? You know, it's interesting, because the original Metal Gear games, you know, they still had story, but they were very, like, gameplay-focused, too. Right. So, yeah. And it's not like they were that different from games of that era. Right. But, you know, I think of maybe around Ocarina of Time, you could have seen a huge change to that more cinematic kind of experience. Yeah. Where, I don't know how much the gameplay would have changed, honestly, but it would have been just a lot more story, a lot more world building, a lot more dialogue, obviously. Yeah. I think so, too. I think it would have more of, like, almost like a Final Fantasy mm. type of feeling yeah. to it, where there could even be more installments and yeah. more spin-offs and more... Just like more character development. I feel like the world of Zelda is like pretty big if you think about it, but we only really focus on like Ganon, Zelda, yeah. and Link. Yeah. Usually there's a couple of side characters here and there, but you never seem to get a lot of depth from that. It's very focused on like just the gameplay part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wonder if he would just do so much more with like that world overall and what that would look like, you know? Hmm. Would there be a Zelda MMO <laughs> under Kojima, maybe? Hmm. That's an interesting one. It's, it's not as crazy far of a stretch. Yeah. In, with some of the games. I feel like... Of those eras. Exactly. Like, he's in the same era. Yeah, yeah. But he has just such a different vision for... Like, I mean, he has a very distinctive style right. for his right. games. Um so I just wonder, like, what that would, hmm. what that would look like, and if I would want to play it. Yeah, I think I would yeah. want to play it. I think I would want. want I, to play I would it. definitely want to play his take on Ocarina of Time. Yeah, or even like Majora's Mask. Could he get? Real, oh yeah. Could he get real creepy with right, Majora's right. Mask? But as we get into like some of the more current, like, would I want to try his take on Breath of the Wild? Not really. Yeah. 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 I think it's more so the story, the story part of it. Right. Would, would Breath of the Wild even exist if he took over? Maybe not. No, but I think, yeah, well, like what kind of Zelda would he have made with those tools at his disposal? Exactly. I, I would not have preferred that. As a, as a person who has played Death Stranding, <laughs> I would not have preferred that game. <laughs> there is like a postman in Zelda that he could That's really, true. He could really <laughs> take that to another... Kojima Presents Tingle. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Kojima how, Presents. How world premiere at how the grotesque, How grotesque would that be? <laughs> Ugh, I don't want to think about it. I like how mine just like gave you a visceral, yeah. awful reaction. I think these are very interesting, though. All right. So you can choose the Nintendo one or the Pokemon one? Pokemon. All right. What if uh -huh. in the 3DS generation when things were going bad, Pokemon just said, hey, Nintendo, we're tired of you <gasps> struggling. We're going multi-platform. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Now, this is one of the ones that I think... Maybe could have happened. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we never know for sure. Right. But I always sense that there was some tension. There is definitely tension in that era where it's like, hey, we're Pokemon. We're still selling tens of millions of copies, and right. you're and you're struggling with this hardware. So what's what's the deal? What are you gonna do? Yeah, and there is this like, you know, sure, Nintendo has a dynamic where it like owns part of 
right. the IP or whatever. Right. Like it has like this. But it doesn't split. completely control it. It doesn't completely control it. And then every time we would see like the big execs together, it would be such. Well, I was gonna say. So yeah, the E3 where they introduced X Pokemon X and Y. I saw an interaction between Mr. Iwata and Mr. Ishihara of the Pokemon. Yeah. And that was the longest, deepest bow by Mr. Awada I've ever seen a person do. Exactly. Yeah. There is like a deep respect right. and, and sort of, I feel like there's there's not not eggshells, but there's like this thing where it's like. There's a dance. There is a dance. Yeah. It's like a very strategic, right. like, you know, I know. We're sizing each other up. Yeah. This is war right. to you and I. So we get we gotta do this. Yeah, we gotta do this dance. You know, it's really interesting. And and around that time, Pokemon was starting to dabble with some mobile games, and it was mm -hmm. like, is this just where this is headed? Where they just say like, see you later. Yeah, we're not gonna make games for your hardware anymore, and we're gonna yeah. either go mobile or we're gonna release it on different different yeah. hardware, and you'll still make some money off of it because you own part of it. But this is what we're doing, and you're gonna live yeah. with it. And I I don't I don't know what the terms of the business deal <laughs> right. is, and if they had the. Is it set in stone that you cannot do this? You, like, I don't know. Did they write that down in like 1885 and then right. <laughs> they can't get out of it or um, or what? Yeah, but, but I definitely got nervous when they started releasing mobile games. Yeah. It just seemed like things were going in the wrong direction. Yeah, and then you could see them sort of opening up for like a lot of other, like even beyond, you know, video games, Pokemon started to do so much more yeah. than, like entertainment. Yeah, they were getting way bigger at a time when Nintendo was not. Yeah, so you kind of felt like that power dynamic was like shifting to right. the other side, right. where they could definitely have more chips on their side yeah. and could just do whatever they wanted, which is, you know, all, all fair. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I definitely had that sense too where... Like gosh, they they have a lot going for them. They have a they even you know even if let's say video game just like fails or whatever, and there's this just not a viable industry anymore. Like they still have like so much stuff with like the TCG stuff, the right, anime, right. the like all of their merch, like all of the Pokemon centers. Like they would be fine, but yeah. like with Nintendo would not be yeah, as fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. So I wrote down some other implications, which is you know, a the stock tanks, yeah. and, and it opens up for some sort of an acquisition situation. That's true. That whether whether you want it or a hostile acquisition, <gasps> hostile takeover, takeovers. I don't know if the stock tanks. That's not good. Um, you know, I think it would re maybe reinforce the need to. You know how Switch kind of consolidated. The hardware, or excuse me, the console and the handheld side of the business. Yeah, they might just be like, "We need to do this now because this whole dual strategy is not working." It's not working. So, do they rush to get the switch out and just be like, "We need to pull the plug on this whole but what generation"? What if it was bad? That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but it it could have driven them to think this way. That's of true. Like this whole thing we're doing right now, we need to stop that and tomorrow. We need to, yeah, we need to like ex like expedite right. the next thing. Right. Um, I think also, you know, does that push Nintendo to put more of its games on mobile and be more aggressive yeah. in the mobile space of like, well, if Pokemon's doing it, maybe we should try it. Right. Instead of this like, oh, we dipped half a toe in. And... Yeah, or like the straight up denial that right. happened with mobile games at, at the beginning of mobile, mobile games popularity when yeah. Nintendo's like, we're never putting our IP yeah. there ever. Yeah. And then like three years later, it was like, just kidding, Mario's coming to iPhone. Right, right. <laughs> but the big question, I... I I wasn't able to know definitively, like, does this make Pokemon bigger or more successful if they do this? I, I tended to think maybe not. I don't, I feel like it wouldn't make that much of a difference Be, for some reason. Because I think they eventually landed on a good balance of, yeah. you know, the core RPG games are on Switch, or on a console, and then they have all these other 
mobile games that are accustomed that are made for mobile. And because right. if you tried to translate one of those to mobile, you'd need to really either like go crazy with the microtransactions. You couldn't sell, you know, a, a fifty dollar game on a on a phone. That's not right. possible. That's just not possible. You just need to completely change what those games are, and I don't know how well they would work. I do wonder though, like what if they went like multi platform? Yeah. And the other platforms, given the other types of games that are on those platforms, like push them to do something different with Pokemon overall, like the core games. Mm. Like would be on PS5, yeah. make the, those core games look completely different because the expectation on PS5 is for it to be a more of a cinematic experience. Or like if they get on Xbox, for example, like because Xbox is all about like achievements and like online play, yeah. like does that change the dynamic of yeah. like a Nintendo Pokemon? I don't know, yeah. Like that could, that could change like the trajectory of these yeah. core games yeah, I think probably I think probably they're big enough to just be like we're gonna do what we're gonna do, but but uh, maybe they would want to. Though. <laughs> it's worked out well for them to stay on this weak, weaker hardware because they're trying their best, and sometimes those games look a little shaky still. Yeah, yeah. that's they're true. they're trying hard, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. It looks okay on handheld. <laughs> it looks all right. It looks yeah, okay. It just but looks like yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, let's just do this one? last one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking of going multi-platform, what if Nintendo gave up on hardware after the Wii U? And they just said, nope, we're going, we're doing what Sega did, you know, 10 years ago, and we're just giving up on hardware. And we're just making software. And uh, oh God, that's, that's what we're doing that. now. Yeah. I feel like that would be so hard because Nintendo loves, you know, Nintendo loves beyond anything control. Like to, to imagine them having like some <laughs> kind of conversation with like the hardware holder, the platform holder about right. like a game that they're wanting to release, like their precious IP. Right. Coming to PS5 or whatever, that sounds like a nightmare. Like well, that, it just sounds like a nightmare for the PS5 yeah. people. That's one of the <laughs> things I wrote down is like some real growing pains adapting to not only different hardware but more powerful hardware. Yeah. When when the Wii U era, we heard of like oh you know these teams are struggling jumping to HD graphics. Yes. And these games are taking longer and they're still learning you know the ins and outs of the system. It's like well you you made the system so yeah. how how are you how did you not it know? should be easier than if you didn't so. That would be a real learning curve. I feel. That would be so hard for yeah. them. Like, God, can they even do it? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, they're yeah. they're very resistant sometimes right. to like to this this type this kind of development. Yeah. You're developing something. You're not developing like this idea, and like you're building the idea to to whatever it looks like on that particular hardware. It's almost like sort of powerful graphics first and then yeah. you're then like shaping the idea to that like oh man that would be really tough for them yeah and then i think also like you would just stop seeing these games like like ring fit or labo that were kind of built in tandem with the hardware yeah. because you just kind of couldn't do it or right. you, you you know you don't have that control over the hardware you're not that hands-on with the hardware it's just like you just gotta make games right yeah you wouldn't see those kinds of innovations yeah, which would be anymore. a shame or like we fit Right, or something right, like that. right. Um, the other thing too is, I think Nintendo would lose sort of the toy quality mm. that they have. Like they've always had this, you know. Obviously, we're um, part of their history, but like if you just stopped making hardware altogether, I think you would lose like Amiibo, and you would lose right. like sort of that sort of I don't know, like physical, like toy side. I mean, you might even lose like a lot of the license deals that we do with like Lego and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because that wouldn't just be a priority anymore. Right. You would just want to focus on software, right? So, I do think the sales would explode though if they did this. Like, it, like you know, Mario Kart 
Eight sold, you know, tens of millions of copies. Yeah. But it, we would be in like Grand Theft Auto Five territory if it was on different platforms, multiple platforms. That's true. I feel like just people would flock to buy this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You probably reach a much bigger audience right. too. Right. Like the people that would know about Mario Kart would yeah. be like a, it would be huge. Right. And then my last person, I think there would be some really crazy bidding wars to try and get exclusives, knowing how lucrative mm, these games are. But I think yeah. Nintendo would be like, no. We we gave up on hardware. It's now it's for everybody. It's like free that's for our, all. that's our whole philosophy is these games are for everybody. Yeah. So we do not want to deal with your exclusive. That's the kind of philosophical thing. That I would could, be like the path I could see them going down. Like like tower. That this is how we make ourselves on. feel good about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing this for the world's good. Yeah, through there's, gritted there's teeth. gotta be some. Again, they'd like love the control. Yeah. They want to control it somehow. <laughs> they don't control like this. Yeah. No kidding. So wow. again, I, I, mean, I never sensed that this was actually happening, but yeah. in the doldrums of the Wii U days, it made you think of like, oh. What if though? Yeah. I don't know. How far were we from actually doing that? I don't know. But Yeah. I, oh. I think there's always new hardware and development at Nintendo. Right, right, so, right. So even when one is failing, I think the mentality has always been, and I think maybe always will. Yeah. We'll see. And we don't know what the future holds, but I always feel like whenever that happens, it's always like, it's okay. Our next hardware will fix it. Right, right. That was always the sense I got yeah. at least. yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Well, that is our what if scenarios. Um, I would love to hear yours. Love to hear yeah, your tell opinions us. on these what ifs. And if you think that what we are discussing would be like what happens or if you have a completely different take, like tell us, tell us, tell us. We want to know. Yeah. Yes. All right. On the games we're playing. Okay. Here. Games. The list is dwindling we are now. Play- yeah, we're very focused now, very focused. All right, well, why don't the you start... The dabble age is over. Start with your big uh, Xenoblade update here. Yeah, I'm still going strong on Xenoblade. Still playing it, yeah. Still, still playing it. I see it. we've reached the point where some people are like, yeah, I beat it. How does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel hopeful because maybe oh. not be as long as we think. That That is true. So last week I put out some... You were some, a little nervous. Some concerns, some yeah, worries, some concerns. And, and a lot of people came out to uh, talk me off exactly. of those, which, yeah. I, which I do appreciate if it's, you know, it's not that long or there's a lot of stuff that you can either ignore or automate, yeah, so, that's what I so I'm of, feeling better. That's the sense that I'm getting as well, because I, I definitely am very focused on the main story, right? and I want, the story is, continues to be like really, really interesting and has really captured me, um, and I, I totally feel like... Even if you're a little shaky on what happened in one and two, like don't worry, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have your very own Rogers. I was just gonna say. <laughs> as your personal. <laughs> you should just put that on the back of the box. That text, just the screenshot I know, of right? that text. They should. Yeah. If you don't have your very own Rogers base as your yeah. personal like Xenoblade expert, you still be fine. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, you you sort of. I, I feel like I'm getting into a rhythm now a little bit about like what the kind of what my, you know, missions are and, like, where, where I'm going. Yeah. It's, like, the, the beginning was a lot of setup into the world that you're living in and, like, what's going on, getting to know sort of yeah. the characters in your party. All right, who cares? Can we get a husbando update? Lance <laughs> is still my number one husbando. So hot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now okay. there's different outfits. Oh, man. This game. It's great. It's really good. Good? Yeah. Good? It's excellent. Is Lan- now, now, is Lance a robot? No. Sire, he looks he looks different than the other characters, there's, and I've also noticed there's the characters look, who have the the wings coming out of yeah. their heads. Yeah, there's other characters that look. It's like I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay, that. so that's a spoil yeah. thing. Okay, it's like you kind then of don't say it. Okay, 
I'm just saying. But no, I, I don't believe so. But they do say like, oh, you have such interesting markings. Like, so he must have oh, like okay. some. Yes. Like, he has like two tones on his like arms. Okay. And he has like, like on his face, like markings or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're, you're now I'm like really like the world sort of opened up. Ah. And you're discovering all these new locations. I love the way that you discover these new locations too, because it really does feel like. It kind of gives you like almost like a flyover view. Like oh. this is the you know whatever valley, and you can see mm-hmm. like the different creatures there yeah, and the yeah, landscape, yeah. and it's really beautiful. Um, and you're sort of meeting these, getting to know these different colonies as you go through the storyline and understanding. Like it slowly kind of opens up like what's going yeah. on. But I, I de- definitely feel much more grounded in like I get what's going on. Yeah. Like I know what my mission is. Like I'm getting to know all the different characters a little bit more. Like understanding their backgrounds. Um, you feel like more connected to them. So I really like this like slow build that they've been doing. Like it, it's it's really good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still playing on easy. You can change it anytime. So if mm. you feel like it's too easy, then you can like change it or whatever. But um, but it's it's been like great for me. Like I don't feel like I'm, you know, like battling for hours and hours. Yeah. Sometimes I do. I did feel like that in Xenoblade games. Like uh, yeah. I feel like I'm able to get through it. Yeah. And yeah. even the big like you know more like boss fights. Okay. It feels like. It feels good. Um, it feels like I have to do something, but I don't feel like, oh no, I'm going to fail and I'm going to start over again or something. Yeah. And that would be bad. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I like it. I did start this. So I, I had said I had made a commitment to Live Alive that I would not touch Xenoblade until um, I finished Live Alive. And then... Well, we, we agreed to do this video today where it's like, well, I can't do a Xenoblade video where I have not played the game. So, so last night I played the first hour or so of Xenoblade yeah. just to get my my feet on the ground in yeah. this world, which I'm glad I did because that, that first hour does a really good job of, do. Of, of setting up the world and, you know, who are these people and what are they doing and why is right. there this conflict? Um, so I thought that was very well done. And you got to the first steamy bath hour. scene. I ended right after the steamy bath scene. Oh, man, the steamy bath is um, great. It's very steamy in there. <laughs> Conveniently placed steam clouds. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it goes. It kind of gave me a Dune vibe where it's like this, it's almost like yeah. almost like a sci fi setting and there's this, this endless conflict for this resource. Mm-hmm. There's different colonies that you're kind of continuing. Right. That with. just seems yeah. to be like as old as time, and but you're not quite sure why or the motivations yeah. for it. So I don't know. Maybe that's a completely off base comparison. We'll see. As, no, again, I, I again I've only right. played the first yeah. hour or so. Yeah. Um, You feel for these characters. As as somebody who abandoned half of the first uh, Dune book, uh, Dune audio book, no less, uh, you're you're well qualified (laughs) to say that, I see. I watched the movie. (laughs) Wow, great. I watched it. It's good. Good for you. That was also based on half the book. (laughs) (laughs) You said you were going to read the other half later. When the next movie comes out. That's what I said, too. Okay. (laughs) I'll listen to the next half when the movie comes out. I'll listen to the next half of the book, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but, but I... I'm going to hold fast because I am at the very end of Live Alive. Okay. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler. Again, this game's 20 years old, so I'm just going to say it. There are seven main scenarios mm-hmm. out of the gate. Yes. I have finished all of those. Okay. And then there is one more. That, I, won't, like, I won't say what it is. it all up? Well, I don't know because so far it's just another story. So I don't know mm. if there are... I don't know what the connections are to the other seven. Because I was hoping for that... I was like really curious about that yeah. piece of it. Well, like, I haven't finished it, so I'll, I, I'll, it, I'll tell you when it happens. But like, will it bring all of these different, very like separate stories together? Like, yeah, I was curious. yeah, yeah. 
Um, and now that I finished the first seven, though, I, I really like this game a lot still. And again, it, it's basically the antithesis of, of Xenoblade, where it's so contained and just so quick paced. Like some of these are like, these stories are like an hour. Right. Um, and you move on. It does, again, this always surprise me how modern it feels for a game that's 20 years old. But when you hit those spots of it feeling a bit more retro, you really feel it. Oh. So, like, the China um, area is a really cool story where you're, like, this aging kung fu master. And you're trying to find your disciple who's going to carry on your mastery of kung fu. Okay. But near the end, you hit a point where it's just, like, a dozen consecutive battles but you, as this maxed out, leveled kung fu guy, these are easy battles. Okay. So it's like... Boring. This isn't even interesting for me to do these 12 battles in a row. So why are, is the game making me do it? Ah. But in so many other ways, the game feels like ahead of its time. So again, when you hit those spots, it's like, oh, I'm really feeling this now. Um, but on the whole, I really love right. it. Um, this game is a quick play. I'll probably be like under 20 hours by the time I finish Oh, wow. It. That's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm so shocked that it's not so as long goodness. as I thought. Thank goodness. And then you're going to, are you going to stick, go back to Xenoblade then? Yeah. Yeah. After I finish this, which okay. will be either, you know, tonight or the next day, I'll, I'll move on to, to Xenoblade. Nice. Back, back to that. Uh, and that'll be my main thing until Splatoon comes out. Unless you don't buy Splatoon because it's. I'm probably going to buy Splatoon no matter what. Really? You, on the other hand, you're going to be playing Xenoblade till the end of... <laughs> What's the comparison between Strikers? It better be worth my money is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Now that you've got to buy a game, you're all picky. I am. Oh. As I should be, as a discerning consumer. As a consumer. That's right. I'm voting with my checkbook. That's right. My tax return <laughs> my is for book. nothing. <laughs> my taxes. It all comes back to the taxes. It all comes back to the taxes. Uh, you wrote down As Dusk Falls. I didn't Did you... play this game. Oh, you didn't play it. No, I didn't have time. But you wrote it down. I know, because I thought I was going to play. Oh, yeah. See, this is what happens. You're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a side game. And, I know. I didn't, I didn't side then, no. game this, this week, even no, though, it didn't like, happen. Yeah. Some people in our Discord played as Dust Falls. They have a very high approval rating for that game. I know. I want to play. That's why I yeah, want to play it. Yeah. I'm going to keep it on this list as motivation. And then uh, the Mario Kart DLC is the last thing we played. Any deeper thoughts on that? Well... Do you have... Well, I was, I was just about to interrupt my own prompt to you. No, I'll let you go first. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm so excited. I did go ahead and play Mario Kart Tour this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because I was playing, again, you know, so many of the courses are from Tour. And I think those are interesting courses. The way the path changes Mm -hmm. with each lap is pretty interesting. And and, and it's, you know, I'd say more complex than a typical Mario Kart map. Um, I played Tour, like, when it first came out. Mm -hmm. For maybe like a week and then I just fell off and I haven't touched it since. Yeah. So a lot has changed. Right. But uh, I still don't love, love it. it. And it all comes down to the controls, which just yeah. don't feel I'm sure I would get better if I stuck with it, but I'm just like, this is not feeling right. Yeah. Um I mean, like, why would you play that when you can just play regular Mario Kart? Especially now that the courses are coming out. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I really expect like tight controls. You know, even if I'm getting hit with blue shells nonstop, yeah. I expect to have some degree of control over my driving, which I just didn't have in this. Okay. But, you know, the game looks nice. Um, you can Now they change it. You can play it, you know, vertical or horizontal on your phone if you mm-hmm. want. That's, I mean, that's important for some people. Um, there's a lot of characters. A lot, there's a lot in there. So if you can get over that hump, maybe it's a great Mario Kart for yeah. you. I don't know. It's just not for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm really picky with mobile controls. Yeah. Like, I really didn't, didn't like Pokemon Unite. 
the mobile version of oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't mind that. And even though that was like very easy controls yeah. of like moving with one hand and pointing with the other. Um, the only game that I actually like mobile controls for is Diablo. Yeah. So or, I'm, or, I'm, or if we're going like all the way to like Fire Emblem where it's like, oh, it, it's literally like, like pointing an pointing arrow. Pointing an arrow. That's yeah, different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for like a game that's fast paced like Mario Kart, like yeah. it's hard. Yeah. My yeah. hands don't want to do that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I thought, I, I'm glad that these tracks are coming to the DLC, um, because I, I think I wouldn't really get to enjoy them any other way. Um, but yeah, no, this new, this new, this new wave I thought was pretty good. I was surprised at the, the little dessert course, because we were both like, oh, it's kind of like Sweet Sweet Canyon. That was so neat. is it going to be like any different? But actually it was pretty creative. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Some people continue to be... Like, unhappy with the scope of it, of like, oh, we're only getting, like, one maybe new mm. course per pack, and it's just all these rehashed yeah. levels. I don't mind it. Seems I don't like mind you don't it. mind it either. I think I kind of like having, like, I hope eventually we'll just have everything in one place. Yeah. And then we can just build on right. that existing collection of levels. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I could play this track. I just, just give it all to me in one yeah. place. Yeah. And then I'll just play whatever I want to when I feel like, you know? Yeah. It was getting, some people were noticing with this update, they did update Coconut Mall so that the shy yeah. guys were, you know, driving around crazily, which is good that they, you know, felt, yeah, felt compelled to, to update that. Right. I yeah. do appreciate that. And you noted something with the music, too. You were like... Oh, yeah. And somebody agreed. They were like, oh, they should have done like a big band remix. Yeah, they don't the all have original music. That yeah. was a bit of a bummer for me. That is kind of a bummer. I mean, the songs that, I mean, whatever song they use is going to be good, but it's like, I want... That like new the song. modern, yeah. Yeah, I want style. something new. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that was too bad. Yeah. Um, I see that they've already data mined the next wave. So that's fun. Very, very timely to our discussion of data mining last don't week. Don't put it in there yeah. if you don't want them to be find it. Right, right. That's what right. we said. But I'm, I continue um, to be very happy with this. Um, again, it's, it's not something I'm going to be playing nonstop until the next pack comes right. out. But I mean, I, I pick up Mario Kart randomly from time to time. I do too. So, yeah, it's like, it's I definitely, love it. yeah. it's nice to just have more courses to choose from when you decide right. to pick it up and play a quick online game or right. just kind of play a couple courses and again, or whatever. And again, I'll always say this, Mario Kart 8 Online is not flashy, but it works. It did work when we did the video. Yes. It was I very mean, good. I mean, games today, like, these games struggle to work or have basic functionality. It's yeah. like, I can't do a ton with Mario Kart, but I yeah. can do these races with 12 people, yeah. and that's really all I need. I know we had, like, one person that kind of got a, a couple of disconnects. Yeah, but but they, than, jump, they jump right back in, though? Other than that, yeah, no I think everyone, everyone had a great time. It yeah. worked for everybody. Um, it was 12 people. It yeah. was fun. We, we, yeah. It was, like, very quick and easy to set exactly. up. Exactly. All right. Good stuff. On to the newsity news. News, 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 news. We've only got two stories this week. Yes. And one of them is the uh, Pokemon Presents news, which we already, of course, have our full reaction to. But we've got a little bit of time to think about this a bit more. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to focus on the Scarlet and Violet news, because I don't know about you, the other stuff I could kind of kind of take it or leave it. Yeah, it's like whatever. Um, That's what we're here for. So let's just go through some of the key things that they, they noted. And I think for me, some of these are, they seem interesting, but I want more information. Yeah. Like this first bit here about there being the three, three stories. stories in the game. Yeah. And, and, and one is the more like traditional right. fight the gym leaders, which I dislike. Don't come at me, people. Yeah. Um, but sounds like there's two others that are not like that at all that could be new and interesting. Yeah. I'm really right? interested in what they do because they seem to be hinting that 
the thing you are doing in those stories is going to be different. Right. But if we're talking about like a third of the game, I really would not want to be in a situation where it's like, hey, I really like doing this one and now I don't like the next thing that I'm doing. Yeah. It's unusual for a game to change focus throughout, throughout the, whole, the experience whole experience like that. So I, Yeah, I do I do wonder if they were trying to find a way though to like satisfy the very traditional of Pokemon course. players, right. right? Who like the yeah. the you know, the the format. Right. Which is totally fine. Um, but I hope it doesn't feel like super disconnected from like the rest of the game. Right. But I'm I personally am looking forward to like the other two two stories right. or scenarios. I don't or even whatever. I don't know why I'm I'm a little worried because I'm like you. I don't I don't love the gym battles myself. Okay. So I, I mean I like doing other things in Pokemon more, which is probably why I liked um, Arceus so much. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess I guess I just want to know a little bit more about what those are gonna be and how they're gonna yeah. transition. I was gonna say, is it gonna be like a hard stop? We're done with this story now, moving on to the next one, or is it like yeah, how, how are they going to manage that? So it's going to be your same character yeah. going through the same world. So I'm cautiously so. optimistic about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of in that same category is like this whole idea of like using these legendaries as, as vehicles. vehicles, which must imply that you get it kind of early I on. I was going to say, like that's really interesting because usually you kind of work up to getting the legendary, right. which also kind of sucks because usually when, after that happens, you're almost done you're with done, the You're going to stop playing. And you're not going to be able to interact with the right. legendaries a lot. And so. I wonder like... Are these legendaries that you cannot take in battle? Are these legendaries that are kind of weak because you're early in the game? So obviously it's like, oh, it's like, oh, oh this is the most powerful Pokemon. Yeah, you got to use that Master what are you gonna, Ball to get What are you going to do? Yeah. So I'm curious about that. I am really happy it seems they're continuing all the mobility stuff. I am too. And the, the transition, like before in Arceus, it was like you have to get different types of Pokemon right. to do the different mobility things. But it sounds like, it seems like these legendaries are like all-terrain vehicles. Like they can yeah. be motorcycles and also airplanes. Can I get a basket to put my Miraidon in and stuff it in my back? <laughs> no, you, you are in the basket. Oh, that's right. I'm in the basket, yeah. Your little eyes peering yeah. out from the basket. Yeah, the look of these Pokemon when they're doing, and they're in some of those forms is a little strange. It's like you got legs, but also wheels. wheels. So what's like the point? Transformery. But, like, but it's why like a do you living still creature. Have your legs? I don't know. If you're gonna roll, be a motorcycle, then you got like tuck yeah. those legs. I'll be honest, that was not my. It's not my favorite design, but I think the idea is cool. Tuck the legs. Tuck yes. the legs. Um, an another thing I think is the multiplayer, where they said so little, but they were like, "Hey, go on these four-player adventures." It sounds like, like it's co-op. Well, mode. what does that mean? I want to play. What can I do and what Pokemon? can I not do? I'm, I mean, you know, there are going to be some limitations. Well, like what? Why? So it becomes like make or break of like how limited. Is Why this? do you think there's going to be limitations? Though? Why you, do you feel like that? What if think, it's just play the whole game co-op online? You really flipped on this game from going like this is an open world, and now you're like I can do the whole thing with my four best friends, and you won't be one of them. What? <laughs> that is not what I said at are all. You, are you over the hump of this game not being open world? Um, not really. We'll see. <laughs> How can you say this? I just want to know what the other storylines are. We'll just, we'll have to see. Oh I'm not gosh. over the hump. But wait, what do you mean? How is one related to the other? Well, this is, I mean, it's like, oh, can Game Freak pull this off? Is it, can Game Freak pull off a whole game that you can play multiplayer like this? That seems much easier than making an open world okay. game, but I don't know. Game developer Krista here. I don't, I'm just saying, that's why my personal... I'll answer your question in binary. 
I don't know. It just feels like I'm just bracing for some sort of a catch. Why? Where it's like, oh, it's only in this area, or that better not be what it is. Or you can only do this one thing. I don't. I don't know. I'm no. just bracing for it. I want to play multiplayer I, again, co-op the again, whole game. I would love it. All three storylines. I would love that. Ride around on our motorcycle untouched yeah, like, well, there's only legendaries. There's only two legendaries. You, or you can't use the legendaries because there's only two of them. So it's it's out of you know the, the, the lore of Pokemon. Oh, no. See, they're going to come up with something Think like of that. Like Elden Ring when you can't use Yeah, there's, stuff. Only, there's only one horse, so you can't use it. Break the rules! If you're gonna do this, break the rules. It's like parallel universes. <laughs> Everyone, we can we get had, around all of this with parallel, yes. with multiverse. We had to invent the multiverse so that we could have four-player multiplayer in our game. Exactly. Now there's a multiverse now there's a of multiverse. Pokemon. My Pokemon are different than your Pokemon. Now from 900 Pokemon to 900 million Pokemon. <laughs> Is it exponential in the multiverse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, and then there's some more straightforward stuff. Everybody loves Fido. <gasps> oh my god, the Fido was so cute. Is Fido no. better than Smoliv? I don't even know what that is. It's a tiny olive. From which game is that? I it's don't from this that. game. So oh, game. okay, that's why. I made some comments. I put out a comment that's like, you know, Fido looks cute, but it's not really going to be viable once you get going. And it's like, what if I have a whole team of? Cute and all, I saw all these people respond to me like, "That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the whole game this way." It's like you're a better person than I am because that sounds fun to me. But that's going to require like a lot, a lot of, of grinding, grinding and a lot of just like yeah, unless you don't uh, have to. Like there's a lot of times where I end up using Pokemon that are powerful that I don't really like, like the look, like the yeah. look of or yeah. it's like that's true. But I just have to have you there, yeah, because you're powerful. There's a, I mean, there are some that it's like you like the look and they're powerful though, so it's like like my champ. Okay, yeah, I like Togepi, but okay, great, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what you want is one that you like. Every possible way. Oh, every way. Yes. Okay. Smaller? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I feel a personal attachment to smaller. But it's annoying because they put so much of an emphasis on it and people lose their minds. And then when the game comes out, it's just like... The chunk? Throw that in the trash heap because it's like, you can't... It's weak. Fido. It's a great yeah. name, though. Doe! <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to get roped into this. It looks like I know what they're, I know what they're doing here. Your little website update's not going to sucker me in, Pokemon Company. Aw, but no. it's been cute to see them running around, at least, in the world. I want somebody to make real Fido bread, though. I do want that. You want to eat it? Well, in our world, not the not in the Pokemon world. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd li I would like to eat that. You can have a small of, too. A small of martini. <laughs> Enough with the small of. You can have a small of martini. <laughs> Shake and not stir. <laughs> Shake that oh my gosh! You just don't like it when I we say did, small. We did. We did the uh, uh, the three Pokemon you would delete. People were angry with me. People were angry with me. Oh, really? They have not For what? like the, the Rattata. Oh. People love the Rattatas. Rattata is, it's classic. a classic. That's what it has going for it. It's a classic But it's a design. rat, you guys. It's a classic <laughs> rat. Who cares? As you're wearing the Infinity Gauntlet on the wrong hand. No wonder you can't snap it. The thumb doesn't go in that hole. I fixed it in the second version of the thumbnail. You were very resistant to making that change. I fixed Why? it. I, t I flipped it. Stop it's snapping. Fun. Small of. Uh, the last, oh, this this is silly. These, these, and how do you say this? Terrastal? Terrastal ter ter form. Terrastal Transformation. This is unnecessary. We can stop with these. These little gimmicky. You mean the Swarovski crystal Pokemon? But it's like, oh, it's Mega Evolution. It's Gigantamax. It's it's like, just stop. These little gimmicks you the make gimmicks, for, yeah. for one game and then you go away. It's like, we're past this. We don't the need this. On his head. We're going to care either way. 
I don't understand the point of this. Oh. Well, you can change your type, and you probably get some other little boosts, and it yes. looks, and it looks, and, they, and again, they can sell you their Swarovski. They want merch. to give you a Swarovski yeah. necklace. They're not giving it to you; they're going to sell it to you for thousands it's of dollars. It's going to be expensive. There, it's there be was really expensive. a Pokemon, a Pikachu necklace that was like Swarovski that they had like last year. Uh, yeah, it was like twelve thousand dollars. Right, and you bought it. I did not. <laughs> Why was it twelve thousand dollars? It's crystals. I don't know. <laughs> Diamonds, crystals. Give me your Break. Precious stones and metals? I don't Give know. Give me a break, okay? <laughs> but yeah, they're going to make you yeah. buy it. It's going to be expensive. Yeah. So overall, it's a pretty good update. Yes. Um, I just need some more details on a few key spots. we got a couple more months to go. They're going to drip out a couple more of yeah. these. Yeah, yeah. I would say at least two more. What are we at now? This is August. Maybe one the more. Games. No, two more. I think two more. One to two more, and then they're yeah. going to shut the faucet off, and then the leaks are going to happen. The leaks are going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes... A oh, gosh. Yeah, Then exactly. it becomes panic over at Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, our next story is Nintendo's financials, which came yes. out for... What period was this? This was like Q, Q1. One. Q1 yeah. of this fiscal year, which right. is like 2023 fiscal 20, year. It's confusing. FY23 how they do Q1. This. So, yes. some, big, some big updates here. They have sold 111 million Switch systems. Mm -hmm. That's easy to remember. One, one, one. Yes. That's a big number. Yeah. Um, huge. Switch sales were down, though, 22% year over year. But it's a shortage, though. But they said, the attributed to the semiconductor shortage. Is it 100% that, though? No. I'm yeah. sure some percentage of that is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at some point, these sales have to slow down. Yeah, people have it, so you're gonna have to slow down. I mean, it's gonna slow down naturally. Yeah. So, I mean, like whatever, it's fine. But why don't say why don't say that then? I'm gonna say that the shareholders are <laughs> to lie about these semiconductors. Tap their feet. They're gonna they're gonna have to PR it a little bit. All Let's right, be real. fine, fine. fine. That that felt a little too easy. Twenty per, two percent is kind of a large percentage. That's why we've been dealing with these semiconductors for years now. It didn't just become an issue. Supply chain? I saw, I saw right through that. It's like, yes, some of it is that, but some of it is, you know, what goes well, what, what up do you, what, per, what percentage do you think is semiconductor? I don't know, maybe it's half what? and half. I mean, that, I, I sure hope it's more than half because you can't say that about a percentage number and have it be not almost all the way true. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you can? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I turned the semiconductors down the drain and they're gone when I was oh, taking a shower. Oh, no. What am I going to do? They fell off the yeah. back of my car and then I got, my car got broken yeah. into and then I lost them. All right. They're gone. Uh, we got some sales number. One of, the, one of these is very surprising. Kirby and the Forgotten Land sort of sold $4 million. I think that was like the fastest selling Kirby yeah, game that's, ever. That's well deserved. Good. Switch Sports, $4.8 I was surprised at that. You were? It's pretty high for a game that... Didn't seem to make that much of an impact, and people seem to have completely forgotten about. Yeah, I guess it has the Wii Sports like legacy. Do you think people remember it? No. Oh. Like really? now? No. Or do you, do you think people are looking for just like a real casual game Maybe. to add to their library? Maybe. Because there's not many of those. There's not. It's a lot of games for Switch. I know, but like that kind of game. Like, what know. else is there? Like, Mar maybe Mario Party? Mario Party, Mario Kart. Mario Kart, you still have to press a lot of buttons. <sighs> oh, I guess you can do the baby steering, but eh. you have to press a lot of buttons. 
Grandma is now going to be playing Mario really Kart. Came around on Switch Sports. Grandma's going to bowl. And then Mario Strikers Battle League 1.9 million. Okay. Um, I have nothing to compare this to, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to what feel. Is, I don't know how to feel about that one. What is the benchmark? Seems seems pretty good. It seems all right. Yeah. You divide that up against three main markets. I wonder how much Mario Golf sold. Well, that game's a little old now. I mean, that was like over a year ago. Mm, so you can't really compare so that So it's either. hard to say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, not a, not a crazy huge update, but these are yeah. interesting to see what's, uh, what's going on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's kind All of right. it for the news this week. That's it. No more news. It's kind know. of a lot, though. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot of bigger, kind of bigger, more, more yeah, substantial yeah. updates happening. Uh, on to our questions, though. I'm very happy with these questions. Oh, boy. This week. Okay. Um, As usual. Yes. Questions from our wonderful Patreon community, and we've gotten some new people. Got some first timers in here. Questions because yeah. you can join at our level one tier and start asking us all your questions and exactly. get featured in the podcast, which yeah. is super fun. And we love, we love your questions. Yeah. So keep them coming. Uh, all right, first questions from Cerulean Dragon Thirty Seven. Hey, Kit and Krista, as we all know, both 3DS and the Wii U had a rough launch. However, the 3DS eventually took off, while the Wii U obviously never did. Why do you think this is? Also, at Nintendo, do you remember what the tipping point was for when the Wii U went from, oh, this is having a rough launch, it'll get better, to this console is a disaster? <laughs> um, so two questions here. Let's answer the second question first. The tipping point question? The tipping point, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well. Say, oh. No, please. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> you sound like you know. Well, so the, the launch, like the immediate launch was fine. And it was yeah. kind of in line with what everybody was expecting. Right, exactly. But then we started to get into that holiday. Remember, it came out in like a November. Right. And those numbers were a little soft. And then after that holiday break. It kind of like. It was, we need to do an emergency Nintendo Direct right. where we announce every single game. Coming. For years into the future. Right. Which is not something we because normally do. Because I think do. that was like a pretty strong indicator where it was like after the holiday, the yeah. numbers came back and, it was and like was, we, did, we sold like two. So that was that's a really fast to fall off a cliff like that in a holiday season. Yeah, I, the panic was pretty real in January yeah. of that year, though. Yeah, I mean, games in that direct, like some of those games didn't actually come out until like the end of the generation. Yeah. So we're just like, uh, well, what do we got? What can Smash we announce? Smash is coming. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> yeah, like I remember it was like, oh, we have a collaboration, Fire Emblem and um, you know, Shin Megami uh, Tensei. Yeah. And that game didn't come out for years. It was like three years like, later. Was that, was that a fever dream? Did that happen? <laughs> so there was some real worry about that. And then that. there was like a lot of, I think in those first three months of that following year, um, it was like a lot of like conjecture. Like, we don't know why this is happening. Let's just like everyone panic and think about yeah. like reasons why this is failing. Yeah. And that's when the, the whole name confusion discussions were happening. Remember, we were like, yeah. there were so many meetings about like, nobody knows that this is a new console. Everyone thinks this is an accessory for the Wii and people are confused. What do we do? And there was like so many campaigns around that. We got tagged in this weekend into a Twitter conversation with John Cartwright, who had found this, <laughs> this ridiculous infographic for Splatoon and Mario, uh, Paper Mario, Paper Color, Mario Splash, Color Splash, which reminded me of another infographic that was the Wii and Wii U. And then there was like check marks, like this has was, this, this has this. That was embarrassing. 
honestly. But that's but, that that was those meetings. Remember those yeah. had those weekly meetings? There that was were a like, time where it was like this this infographic's gonna solve all of our problems. Nintendo's again, again, they're they're like number one like golden silver bullet yeah. is an infographic. Let's make an infographic. Let's make an infographic. Yeah. I know what will help us. An infographic. Yes. I'm like, really? We're digging out of this hole. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Um the first half of this question though, why why we're able to flip 3DS and not the Wii U. I think... Well, I do think that there was less confusion about what the 3DS was. People mm. weren't, like, super on board with the 3D part of it, which was, like, the differentiating factor that, I guess, Nintendo was selling at the time. But it was pretty easy to, like, shift that message and just talk about the games coming yeah. for it and, like, stuff that you can only play on 3DS. And... Not even talk about the 3D that much anymore. Because towards the end of, or like the middle of 3DS marketing, we rarely marketed the 3D right, part of it. Right, right, um, But people were not confused about like what this was though. They knew it was a handheld. They yeah. knew it was the newest handheld. Um, so we didn't have any of those issues. And it was a lot cheaper too. I think there were just more things we could do to, you know, change the story and get people interested. Like, the price, like in Reggie's book, he noted he wanted to launch at a lower price. Yeah. So that was definitely in the realm of possibility. Exactly. A lower price. Whereas lower with Wii price. U, I think that would have really sunk deep into, I don't think you can do into the you know profits yeah. where they just couldn't do it right away. Right. So right away, big price cut for 3DS. There were also like so many different, very like, oh, here's the 3DS XL. And there were yeah. all these different versions of the hardware that came out. Whereas like, we, there was never a revision of the Wii U. Right. It was always just that. Was it. Just that. Yeah. Um, so I just think there were more things that we were able to do to change the perception of that. With yeah. the Wii U, it was just kind of like, well, it is what it is. Like That's the thing. Like there was also more features <clears throat> of the 3DS that you could talk about. Yeah. That were already part of the 3DS that we kind of overshadowed like in the beginning because we were talking about the 3D part of it. But as soon as we learned that that wasn't working, it was easy to like just talk about some of the other great features of a handheld like that that yeah. you would want anyway, you know? I mean, there's also like honestly, there was less competition for a dedicated handheld gaming system. That's true. I mean, yeah. that was the, the Vita. Right. And that yeah. was, or it was like play something on your phone. Or Whereas your phone, like. Yeah. Like, the Wii U was up against, like, the PlayStation and Xbox, which are, like, great systems. Yeah. So if, exactly. you, if you're really not cutting it, then you're going to be at the bottom of that list. Right, So right. it just had all the cards stacked against it. Exactly. Benjamin Rivers asks, fellow question from a fellow oldster. Oh, this boy. Is, this is addressed this to you. Geeks. <laughs> Did you ever trade game systems when you were young? Oh, man. I used to swap consoles with friends in television and Atari, NES, and Master System, SNES, and Genesis to try out the games on other platforms. Did I you do never this? did this. I didn't do this either. I would never let anyone take my system. Yeah, that's, I don't trust them. That seems like a big... You really trusted your friends, Benjamin Rivers. <laughs> what I did do is a few times I rented systems. I did that too. Like for block, Blockbuster. Blockbuster would let yeah. you rent. And it would come in like this crazy... Like, like a little case. You'd think it's like, it's like a suitcase you would fill with money. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a... I feel like Nintendo used that, those kinds of cases. Like what are they called? Yeah, like, or the uh, Pelican, Pelican cases. Yeah, or yeah. it's got like a sniper rifle like yeah, inside of it. Yeah, And they're going to like yourself. put it together. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I rented a Virtual Boy. Oh. Which was terrible. I think I rented a Genesis before. I rented a Genesis too mm -hmm. to play the X-Men game on the Genesis. Yes, the X-Men game was good on Which the was cool. Um, but no, I, I never, I would never do that. I was like, my stuff is my stuff. You can't have exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. No yeah. So great that you have just stolen things from me that I have let you borrow. Gave. So trust is gone. Gave to me. 
You know what else is ruined besides pants? This trust that we have. <laughs> hashtag gone. trust is broken. Yeah, hashtag trust is broken. <laughs> pants are ruined and trust is broken. Poopy trust? Moving on now. <laughs> uh, Courtney, have either of you ever requested a day off of work because it was the release day of a highly anticipated <laughs> video game for you and you wanted to be able to have the freedom to binge it on launch day? If yes, which game was it? Yes. Really? I took time off right after what was Switch it? launched for Breath of the Wild. You did? Yeah, I was also, I had like a long stint oh. leading up to the launch of Switch because I was doing the oh, launch right. stuff. You were, yeah. And I was trapped You were on the road Aspen like crazy. For, and I was, I, was, I was gone for like two weeks. I was exhausted. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to take like four days off. I, I think I took the week off afterwards. Hmm. And I was like, I have my Switch. Yeah. I have Breath of That's the Wild. Nice. And I'll just like lay low and, and do that. And I, I, really, I think I actually got sick like afterwards because oh, no. I was so like w travel weary. That, um, that can happen a lot where your body is just like holding something off my body because you need to get through it. And then when you let your guard down, oh my gosh. immediately sick. Yeah, that happens to me after E3 a yeah, lot too. Yeah. Like after your body's finally like, oh, I can rest now. Oh, thank God. I'm right. going to let all my guard, my, my uh, immunity will yeah, come immediately down. It's funny how be, that happens. You'll, you'll actually want to die. So yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, I think I did get a little sick, and so I was just like stayed in bed all day and played Breath of the Wild. But I am not opposed to this. I think some other people took time off to play like Smash when it first came out oh. on our team. Yeah. There's oh, people yeah, that yeah. took like a couple of days off to, to play. Um, I remember people taking time off to play Fire Emblem. Hmm. Um, yeah, this, this definitely happens. This definitely wow. happens. I've actually never done this. I think a lot of times because the game I would Gotta want... get to work! Well, the game I... It's like... I was working on it, so it's like that's actually a really busy time. Is like the week or two after a big game comes out yeah, too. It is true. Like there, you get asked to do a lot of things. Like we need, we need this reporter, or we, or we need to. It's a lot of reporting. Or people don't like this thing. We need to do something to change the perception. That's like it's really annoying. It's super annoying. And you're just like tired and over it. But it's like no, we need to go. I need, I need yeah. these twenty reports. So I've actually never done it. Sounds like fun though. You should do it now. Uh, yeah, I could. You can take time off from this. Yeah. Don't worry. Next podcast, I won't be here. <laughs> why? What do you mean uh, why? I'll be playing Splatoon 3. Sounds like you're going to have plenty of time on your hands because you're not. So you can, we don't know. You can do it all by yourself. We'll see how it goes. We're going to see on Wednesday if it's going to be it's worth it or not. Tank. Uh, DMC. I like the profile picture of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I'm a big user of the capture button on my Switch and love going back over the images after finishing a game in my playthrough of, and the way he spelled this here really threw me for a loop. But I guess in the box it does kind of look like this. Live alive, but it's in this the the second live is spelled backwards. It says evil. Live a li, live a evil. Which is live backwards. The capture function was disabled in the final <gasps> chapter. I hate it when that happens. This is the first time I've experienced this in a game, which I assume is to prevent spoilers. What other reasons why a developer or publisher would do this? And what's your view on this? This is classic Square Enix. This is so classic this is Square so Enix. Annoying. This is so annoying. Pokemon Company does this too. Though. Oh, they did that too. For yeah. the Arceus. Yes. Ending. I wanted to. I was trying to. I was jamming that you, button. You get like a cute little drawing. I took a picture of my phone of the screen. That was. But I was so really annoying. mad. Come on. Why though? I'm. I'm with you. It's definitely anti spoilers. Yeah. But at the same time, get over it. I mean, people are gonna. We live in the world where the internet, the internet exists. Yeah. You're gonna God. stream it. So why not? Let That's me take a so photo. Annoying. I really, I get really annoyed with this too. Um, and uh, I wish also that the switch was a little bit easier for me to share the images. What do you mean? That's not like, let me scan two QR codes. Oh. Like, just make it easier. 
but whatever. Well, how would they do it? I don't know. Just, it's just hard. Just want to save it on Twitter. It is funny how, I actually think that whole capturing, posting, sending is easier on the Switch than other systems. No, it's easy on PS5. I think the PS5 one's pretty good. It's really good on PS5 because it just goes into your app. Yeah. The app is really good and you can just like save your screens or your videos. All right. Mm. But yeah, people, they should, they should not let people do that. It's all it's all fair game. Oh, you mean like they should just let people capture everything? Yeah. What do I need yeah, to put on totally. a blindfold for this ending? I can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be exposed to this. You can't handle it. I do remember this really funny conversation that I had with Mr. Anima one time. We were at like the Zelda Symphony. Yeah. And it had been like a long time since like Skyward Sword came out, and he was like, "Oh wow, that first scene just showed the ending, huh?" Uh oh. It's a spoiler. Shut it down. And I looked over at <laughs> him like, "Dude, this game is really old." And he was like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> Like, he was pretty reasonable yeah. about it, but he de- definitely had, like, a visceral, like, reaction to... Yeah. It was... This game was, like, five years old at this point. Right. I think people would know, dude. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Square Enix won't let me screenshot an ending, but now they got Final Fantasy on the PC. Now I'm seeing these characters in raunchy costumes. Oh, what, no. One's better than the other? Come on. Can you screenshot that? No, I don't want to. Oh, okay. It's too raunchy. All right. Okay. Flowey. Asked, hi guys, how was Nintendo's attitude towards GameStop selling used games? Mm. I remember that companies didn't like that GameStop would sell their games used because they felt that it cut into their sales while GameStop got to keep 100% of the profits on used game sales. Also, did Nintendo ever plan to do anything to incentivize the purchase of a new game during that time? Like when Bioware gave free DLC for Mass Effect 2 if you bought it new, or how EA would include online codes to play their games online if new co- in new copies only. This is, EA was like tied into knots over this for some reason. Oh, yeah. They had, they had the Project $10. Oh, the $10. Where it's like you have to buy another thing to, so that you can This was ridiculous. But, but they had so many of these like retailer things at Nintendo too. All the time. Remember that thing? That was always... Like what? Whenever we had like some campaign that we were doing for some marketing campaign, somebody's idea was always we could do a trade up program. Oh yeah, that was always someone's idea. It's like let's let's incentivize them by like taking their old games to GameSpot and they can like or Game GameStop and then they can trade it up for like the new the new game or something like that. Yeah, it's like, seriously, I t- we didn't get as worked up over as some of these other companies. We though. didn't because yeah. there there was an era. Like they note here, where it got really ridiculous. It did. The relationship with GameStop is interesting. Because, I mean, GameStop just seems like a real shaky company overall. But at yeah. the same time, you like need them. They are what like the main games retailer, game specific retailer. Yeah. So you got like Target and you know Best Buy, mm-hmm. but like as far as where people go to buy games, it is GameStop. So right. it was like, oh, we got to put up with this. Um, I feel like. You know, part of the introduction of DLC was kind of hooked into this of like, well, if you have this game where you've bought this digital thing, you're going to feel less in- incentivized. less incentivized to yeah. get rid of it because you're not getting any money back for that and you've already paid you for already it. You already paid for so it. So you're kind of stuck with it. And then there was that, that whole thing with like the digital sales that became like an issue. It's yeah. Like, how do we make it so they don't feel like bad about these digital sales? Right, it was like, it's well, like, well, that's too bad for them. Well, we got it. We got to keep the retailers happy, yeah. even though we're moving in this digital direction. direction. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, you can buy a code at GameStop, which right. I don't know how many people honestly do that. Well, we had someone that worked on like the package design for digital codes. Right. Right. Which is like, that's like a lot. Yeah, those whole 
first couple years of the eShop, I'd, I really didn't like those because there was a lot of weird stuff like this. Yeah. It was just a weird transition. It, it's still, I think it's still pretty, there's still like a lot of like shakiness there. Yeah. Even to this day. Yeah. Uh, Frulio has a question. Are there any games that you were really amped to work on because they were so innovative and ahead of its time? Do you have any insights into what it was like to develop those games? Kit mentioned Lunar Nights and its predecessor, Boktai, which has a built-in solar sensor that affects in-game environments. Um, well, my game, my pick for this is actually a game that I, I didn't really play and didn't really work on, but it's Labo. Yeah. Because I was just, I, I was honestly floored at the concept for this and the difference between me hearing the idea and me actually seeing it was yeah. so different and so much better than even I had imagined. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe just how innovative that was. Yeah. Yeah. Again, though, not something I really wanted to do, build those things. Right. Or really play with them. But, and I, and I think a lot of people felt that way because it didn't sell that well. Right. But as, you, as far as like, wow, Nintendo just doing something crazy and original, like that is my go-to answer. That one is interesting because they really did put so much like developer, yeah. like coding stuff in there that I feel like very little, a very small amount of people experienced right. that. But it was so deep. Like I, I didn't know how to do any of that stuff because it's not right. like a cup of tea. But like if you were... If you wanted to like really go deep on that, you could make like a full-fledged game yeah. using the system they have in Labo, which is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. And it was one of the original Splatoon developers who was kind of leading it. Yeah. And I remember Super we cool. we had a big um, event and we, we were all in Arizona. They flew us out and it was like half and it was like, you know, an offsite for for marketing people. Yeah. And we were talking about all sorts of stuff, but it was like, all right, this whole day we're going to be playing Labo and you're going to finally get your hands on it before it comes out and you're going to learn about it and that developer was there, mm -hmm. like he flew out just to like just to tell, show tell us, it. us about it. And I remember that like armed guards, literally guards with guns outside that room yeah, to make, they sure make sure the cardboard pieces Nobody nobody they shall see. the cardboard pieces before we left <laughs> to make sure nothing fell on our purses. Nobody shall see the cardboard. Jackets. Oh my gosh. And he, it was really funny cuz it was almost like a focus group for him. A little bit. Cuz he was yeah. like watching us behind like a two way yeah. glass thing or something. Right, like, right, right. As we put it together. So so, yeah, like there was a lot of effort and energy around that launch and unfortunately just didn't pan out, but very unique. Yeah. My pick is um, that Mario Kart home. Oh, Mario Kart home circuit. Home circuit. I was like, home yeah, that's track, another great home, one. Whatever. That was one that I was like, this is going to be stupid because it's just, just some like RC car. Yeah. But the way that they integrated the camera yeah. into that was like so genius and I remember when I first, like, brought that home to, like, check it out. And, like, I think we were setting up for, preparing for a video. So I was yeah. going to, like, make sure everything worked. You did a worked. great video with it. Um, and I was just, like, blown away by how fun something like that could be. Just because they added in all these little things that make you felt feel like you were really on, like, a Mario Kart so course. So fun you only played it once. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. It's kind of like the Labo thing. It's like that initial moment of right. delight is is there. But it's, it is hard to, like get all the stuff out and like set it all up just like with Labo yeah. there's like a huge barrier of like getting all the cardboard out and doing a yeah. thing um but yeah that moment of like this is much cooler than I imagined was totally there yeah that. I would say th those two have a lot in common yeah I think also like 
those really do embody the Nintendo ethic of like toys versus games. That's the thing too. But yeah, if you're gonna have this thing, it, like they're too expensive to be toys. Like I, know. I forget how much the Mario Kart thing was, it but was it was hundred dollars. It was pricey, it was and, and like those Labo sets were pricey too. And especially yeah. considering seventy dollars each. Considering that it's just cardboard, I, know. I think that was part of the problem. Yeah, that could be tough. Yeah. Um, My dog really liked the cart. Oh, the Powder. Cart. Oh no! Powder wanted to like eat that cart. Ah. He was like grabbed it oh, and like no. was like batting it and stuff. It was oh, really no. cute. It was super cute. Uh, Grouchy M asks, "Hi, Kit and Krista. Congrats on making the big twenty-five episode anniversary last week. Thank you." You previously mentioned that modern Nintendo has a lot more restrictions in place now yeah. regarding not mm -hmm. allowing executives to be as public-facing as Reggie and Satoru Iwata were previously. I've also noticed this as well. We hardly ever see Doug Bowser or Shintaro Furukawa, and we certainly don't see them acting as wacky as Reggie and Iwata-san did. I was just wondering if you had any insight as to why Nintendo holds their executives back now. One of my favorite things about Nintendo previously was how willing their executives were to interact with fans, and I'm sad that it's over now. Thanks, and I love the podcast and the show. Great question. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've talked about this a little bit here and there, but um, yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons. You know, as we were leaving Nintendo, we certainly were feeling this pretty significant shift. Um, absolutely, when Reggie retired, it was like, well, now we finally can close that door, um, which was a little bit sad. Um, but, you know, we get I got the sense, and we were getting the sense as we were like proposing different projects and stuff like that, that Nintendo was just so anti- like have one person be the face of something like even with our developers like they were like no it has to be like pro game first like product first and like humans yeah second and we would hear a third. lot you know their job is to make games not to be some spokesperson in a video right which tr true, true i guess i mean there's a lot of unique insight and perspective that only they can give yeah which is a huge loss to not get right but if that's your mindset, then I, okay. it's not like untrue. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, it's certainly, I mean, Doug Bowser, I mean, he has that, that Reggie mindset of like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. So it's certainly not, you know, for lacking of him wanting to do something. Oh, like you that. mean like um, on the, on the openness to doing wacky things. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Doug Bowser is this stodgy guy who's like, no, no, no I'm, not at all. I'm, and he's actually shown a lot of interest in yeah. doing stuff, but I think. He um, hasn't been able. Yeah, there's a lot of restrictions now, right. especially from Japan, that yeah. really just like prevents any sort of individual um, to represent the company in any way. Right. You know. Right. And I, I agree. I think it's like a little bit unfortunate, and I do miss that as well because it's it is really tough to like build a connection to something when you don't realize that there's like real people behind it. Even with with games, I understand like the developers are really focused on making their game and that's awesome but like i want to you know you want to hear from like the human that's behind yeah. this and their unique perspective and their inspirations like it makes a big difference to like the person playing you know so this is a great question for us to ask reggie when we see him uh at pax in a yes, few weeks we'll we'll ask him yeah. i'm sure he'll give you the same like, similar answer but yes uh, MarkyMan64 has our next question and he asks what has been some of your favorite dlc paid mm -hmm. or free and why do any turn a poor game around for you? What about the opposite? Have you ever got DLC that was hyped, as it turns out, well beyond what could be delivered? Oh, I like the Breath of the Wild DLC a lot. That that's one that I was that came to mind for me, and 
it stands out, you know, A, it's 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 good. Yeah. But B, like when we were hearing about it first, like there was so little structure to it. It yeah. was like, well, we're gonna do some stuff. But for some reason, they wanted to start selling it right away. Right. It's like, get the two-pack. And my position was like, what are we even selling these people? And why do we need to sell it now if it doesn't exist? Yeah. So I was worried, honestly, that this would just be some cheap cash-in. Yeah. Or really flimsy. So I was I was really happy with that whole quest that you got. Yeah. I thought that that was smart, the way the DLC was structured. Like, one was very, like, sort of additional gameplay-based. Yeah. And then one was very story-based. Because I think that game, I wanted more story from Breath of the Wild. Like, the, all of those memories that you unlock, they, they show, like, such emotional, like, scenes that you previously really haven't seen in a Zelda game. So I was happy to get some of those. My only disappointment with that DLC is that I wish I had the Master Cycle earlier in the game. Oh, yeah. Because it's so cool. And I, like, and I love when we were talking to the developers, they were like, I just really wanted to put a motorcycle in this game. And Mr. Yeah. Game finally let me. <laughs> that was, was like, so funny. Nice. <laughs> um, so I think that's awesome. Like, this person clearly had a passion to do this and right. he, like, got to do it. Um, but it's like, oh, I wish I had it earlier because that would be so cool to ride around in that motorcycle more when I was doing the main game. You yeah, know? So, yeah. Um, but that was one where I was, like, really happy with not just, like, the one part of it, but I thought the two together was really perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one that I that came to mind for me was one of the Witcher 3 DLCs, oh. which, again, I played the version on Switch that had it built in, so I think I just finished the main game and went right into that. There's a bigger DLC for Witcher 3 that I think people like better just because you get yeah. this whole new area, but the the smaller one I actually liked better because it just had a really interesting story where you, I'm trying to remember the details, but there's like this person who's trapped in a spirit form oh. and they take over Geralt's body so they can like return to the physical world for one last time. Oh, wow. And you spend this night at this wedding and it's just like a really great storytelling, like slice of life stuff of like, what would you do if you had one more night on earth kind oh, of thing? And it's, it's just like really unique and, and well done. Yeah. Yeah. I would say some DLC that I typically don't go for is like the Assassin's Creed DLCs. Oh, yeah. Or like the um, Horizon DLCs. Because I feel like they do such a good job of containing the story, the main story in the main right. game. And it's such a long experience already. Like, I don't feel like I need to have yeah. DLC. And I think the only game that I'm interested in DLC that's like that type of like big long game is Elden Ring. Like I would play some Elden Ring DLC. Doesn't exist. I know, but if it, if it yeah. did exist, I yeah, would Yeah, that's play. true. Like That's like the, the same kind of experience that I usually have with Assassin's Creed where I'm like, I'm kind of done with this. But I, I feel like I would go back to that yeah. one. Like, I yeah, with games like of that I size, unless the DLC is like right there as you're playing it, yeah. you just kind of need a break. Exactly. <laughs> and then at some point, who knows when you're coming back. Yeah, it's really hard for me to go back to those yeah, games after yeah. I stop. But I again, I, f I feel a little bit different about Elden Ring, which I feel yeah. like I can go back. Yeah. Um, Riven asks, what are your thoughts on Ring Fit Adventure? Have mm -hmm. you tried it? Do you play it regularly as part of a workout routine? What are some of your favorite and least favorite exercises or activities? Would you like to see a sequel? Oh, boy. Uh, well, we, yeah, we've tried it. Yes, we've yeah. definitely tried it. You've played it, like, for exercise. We did that in a video where my pants almost fell down. Because <laughs> I had a mic thing stuck to the I back. I thought you were going to rip your pants again. And I was running around, and the pants started falling. Oh, no, the pants. Yeah. <laughs> your pants are going to get ruined. Oh, no. <laughs> but, it, no you, but you also did it for some exercise, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's legit 
a, a challenging hard. workout. Yeah, it's super so, hard. So, I mean, that's what really separates it from what I would say, like, Wii U. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't do it daily. Yeah, you know. I know a lot of people do, though, and they, like, say right, that it's right. awesome. Andre of Game Explain. Yeah. Yeah. He's ripped, so he's he, He's absolutely, you know, devoted to that. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But, no, I think it's a great game. I would love to see a sequel. Hopefully we do see one. I remember when this game was coming out, I was like, well, so it's a... It's an exercise role PG, mm-hmm. and I don't know if people who want an RPG want the exercise stuff, and I don't know if people who want the exercise stuff want, want the, the RPG, RPG stuff, part, yeah. but it just happened to be a good... It's cute. They, they yeah. executed it they well. They executed it well. Yeah, I'm not... I, I definitely like played it for, you know, when we, we were doing the videos. I've tried it a couple of times. I'm not a big, like, exercise using a video game type of person. Like, yeah. I never really liked We Fit either, like... I, I kind of like to keep those two things weirdly separate in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like, I actually enjoy, like, yeah. going to the gym or going out for a run, like, outside. That's understandable. Yeah, I like going to a yoga class, like, a real yoga class. So, like, I kind of don't, like, if I'm going to work out, my first pick would not be to do it in, like, a video game form. Yeah, but I think yeah. this is a great idea. And, like, I, I know a lot of people legitimately think, like, think it's great. And it actually does, like, they see, it, like, you know, results from it. So, yeah. I think that's awesome. Definitely a lot of like awkward office demos for this where the person's just like sweating or like <laughs> like wheezing through it. Or I had to do a lot of sit-ups once or for, it's the, just for like, a demo. Or just like call you like, you, do this now. Yeah. It's like, I'm not dressed to do this. I'm, I'm in like, like office, heels. office clothes. Like, yeah. no, do it. Like here, hold this plank position. I'm oh like, gosh. oh boy. <laughs> like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> Our last question is from Simon. What's the game you have the most hours on the Switch? What's the story slash explanation slash excuse for it? Oh, excuse. No excuse needed. Uh, I do not know off the top of my head, but there's two that come to mind. Yeah. Probably one is Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's that's one of mine. Yeah, and there, I don't know if I need, need an explanation or yeah, excuse. I think Just we all have the same explanation it. for that. We were in a pandemic. Yeah. We played every day. and you Had and, to stay at home. And that yeah. was the only thing that kept us sane. Right. So, yeah, there's that. Um, it was cute though because we used to send each other a gift every single every day, day, a letter. Yeah, I used to. I have like so many messages in and my. Then one day house. we just stopped. We both stopped. <laughs> like, I remember when you, when we stopped, you were like, "I have something to tell you." Oh, I think I'm gonna stop playing. Oh like, yeah, because you were logging on just to, to you, yeah. send the gift, and yeah. I was too. And I was like, "Oh thank God!" Oh, no. I also wanted to stop, yeah. but I didn't want to tell. Yeah. <laughs> so that. What if we just sure. kept going? It's like I don't think I ever want to talk to you again. See ya. Oh. And then you were like, yeah, I feel that way too. And then yeah. we just never we just never we just never connected ever again after that. Oh, that's so sad. That could have happened. That could have been the empty office. I was just gonna say, yeah. You just wanna get rid of me. No, jeez. You do. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> it's a hypothetical. Uh, the other game for me is probably Mario Kart 8. Oh, okay. Just because it's a game that's so easy to go back to oh, yeah. and play in short bursts. Like yeah. I think my like I'm definitely in the hundreds of hours for that. Even okay. though it's like I wouldn't be I would be like, oh I'll probably play that for like fifty hours. It's, no, w- it's, it's way over. Way yeah. higher than that. I think mine is um, Dragon Quest Builders. Is my other what? One. I played a lot. No, there was a, I think I have like over two hundred hours in Dragon Quest. What? Builders. I never knew this. Yeah, I love. Really? It. I love Dragon Quest Builders. I was deep. You've never deep. Ta- you've never talked about this game to me. No, I have two. I talked about that a lot. You were not interested. I mean, a little bit, but not you were, because you weren't interested. Not like two hundred hours. About Dragon Quest Builders. Whoa! I would like to play another Dragon Quest Builders. Holy game. moly! Okay. Horizon. Please, wow. let me play. That's surprising. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of hours. I mean, that you can get real sucked into like yeah, doing the little things in yeah, there, you yeah, know? Yeah. Great questions, as usual. Oh my gosh. 
it's so nice. I love this. I love seeing the new people and the new the 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 questions are are always so like smart. <laughs> they are, yeah. Yeah, I'm always like, this is really impressive. Um, all right, it's time. We have to move on because we have a special double shout out section of the podcast. This is what we have from here on. Yeah, yeah we have our superstars, and then we have one up club graduation. Right. So we're gonna start with the superstars. All right. Can I go first? Please. Here we go. Aaron Hash. Jordan Collette. Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Paul Gale Network. Rain Tech. Redbird. Roy Eschke. Simon Barrera. Switching It Up underscore. The Shark Among Men. And VGM Life. Woohoo! Hooray! They're hot dozen of superstars. Excellent. I like how there's some people who moved up from the One Up Club, some oh, people yeah. who are brand new. Yeah. I love it. It's a great and mix. We got of some people. wonderful graphics to accompany them. Yes, yes. Yeah. The, their cute little faces are me's. That's I right. Love it. All right, here we go. One Up Club graduation ceremony. This is it. Yes. I'm going to start again. Okay. Aaron Burgundy. Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Angela Bycroft. Bagel. Ben Eichhorn. Bettina Tane. Bookham Dano. Brad SF56. Candace Roper. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain, and S- Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Daniel Valencia. Doxon. Doodoo Face. Douglas Chomix. Ducatista. Dustin E. Dino Punch. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Esrato. Furbound. Fred Rossi. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Handsome Warrior. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni. Oh, I, I messed this one up. It's actually Jabroni Jones. Excuse me. Okay. I have Jab- to apologize to Jabroni Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHaze. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. Oh, you have to say uh, it. You gotta say it. No, I don't want to. Fine, Kinarati dance with me. No. K Madman TV. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kritzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frago. Link. Hashtag <gasps> Christorati. Ah! <laughs> uh, I said it anyway. Yay. Take your medicine. Lit. Lucas Pico. Luis. Malferink. Mamu. Marcelo. Marky Man 64. Maru Mayhem. Matthew Rewald. Megan. Michael Cravens. Michael Mazer. Mikey. Murph. My Tran. Nasir. Uh, Nodnarb. Panda Buns. Patreon user. Piano Psychopath. Prince Charmless. PSWE. Raver. Rad State of Mind. Ray Chiron. Ryuji Utsuho Oku'u. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Ryan Hayes 521. Ryan Netta. Sam Nealand. Sfazon. Shinryu. Slowbro. Shemiggles. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citrone. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tylerati Geistopian. Oh my Whoa! goodness. Wow. I like that one. <laughs> Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zudiverf. Wow. If only you guys could write a story with your names and make huh? us read it. Like a poem. Like a I mean, sonnet. that sounds like something we should do and not them. Like, maybe <laughs> do it together. That'd be fun. Okay, we can do it. Do a Mad Libs where you fill in the blank oh, between no. all the names. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got in a car with Schmiggles. And then... 
<laughs> the and driver had, was Linnell Stickman. <laughs> and then we had some delicious video games, stupid, for lunch. <laughs> that could be really fun, actually. Okay. This is it. We got to stop. This is it. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Thank you to our wonderful Patreon subscribers. We're so happy to have you um, with us. If you are wanting to join, we are at patreon.com slash Krista. The universe, the community it's is growing. expanding, and we love it. It's awesome. Um, don't forget to follow us on all the social channels. We're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Don't forget to like, subscribe. We're on our way to 50K, and remember. Sonic episode. Sonic, Sonic week. week. More than just at an episode. 50K. Sonic so week. subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, and we'll be back next week. And thank you to our beautiful sponsor, Slick Deals. Yes, thank you so yes. much. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Yes? Bye! Bye.